Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of season one of Isless. My name is Veronica Ripley, creator of Isless, and I am so happy to have you here with me. We're going to get started in just a moment, but before we do, I want to give a very special thank you to all of our cast members and the crew uh, for making this season so spectacular. We've had 20 episodes, this is episode 20, of Isless, and it's honestly very humbling to see my nightmares come true. So thank you so much, everyone, uh, truly, from the deepest, darkest depths of my heart. Thank you. Um, we have some news really quickly before we get started. Um, Fablescraps.com is where you can find your very own quick play guide. If you would like to play Isless at home right now, you can do so at Fablescraps.com. Just scroll all the way down to the bottom and type in your email address and we'll send you a free copy of the quick play guide. It's got rules and lore and beautiful artwork and some pre-generated characters. There's even like a little encounter for you to play. So if you want to play Isless at home today, Fablescraps.com, check out the quick play guide. Just Sign up for the newsletter and it's yours. Uh, and one more thing, we have a merch store at Fablescraps. Just go to merch.fablescraps.com. You can pick up all kinds of cool isless related merch, some Fablescraps related stuff. We've got super cool bowling shirts. We've got uh, mugs and t-shirts and hoodies, all kinds of gorgeous stuff. Um, but we also have a membership program and Twitch subscribers get a discount on becoming members at the merch store. But if you become a member at merch.fablescraps.com, you will singularly be allowed to access the beautiful content that is the Leftovers podcast. Uh, every day after every episode, we do a special podcast with the cast and crew. Where we talk about what went into making the episode and like what the cast favorite moments were and it's really fun and if you like isless or you like fable scraps and you want to help support us check out merch.fablescraps.com now it, before we introduce the cast i just want to remind everybody that if you are not caught up or you want to find previous episodes head over to our vods here on twitch or check out our youtube channel where we post all of our vods for all of our shows uh you can also find us on podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts. Uh, so check that out too. Uh, we have an RSS feed where you can find all that stuff. We're going to introduce our cast. And when we do, we're going to have each cast member say a little bit about themselves and the characters and maybe what their favorite moments have been so far. And when we introduce each cast member, I'm gonna need something from you, from our live audience here at Twitch. I need you to type a one in chat, make sure that they sound okay. If they sound good, just type a one. And if they don't sound good, type their name so I know who to fix. <laughs> Now, without further ado, let's begin to introduce our wonderful cast today. First and foremost, we've got Grizz. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is our final Friday. I'm in my feelings about it. Um, <laughs> I'm Candace the Magnificent. My pronouns are they, she, and I play Grizz. Uh, Grizz is the sycophant of the group. Uh, just a little guy, little runner out here doing their best. Uh, she likes to believe that she's good at diplomacy and sometimes they are. Uh, sometimes maybe not. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, my favorite moment has been pretty much anything to do with the tisk. I yeah. love the tisk so much. Oh, fantastic. Um, if I could swim in like a rich broth of tisk lore, I would. <laughs> well, have no fear, the tisk love you too. Um, thank you very much. That's ones across the board. Next up, we've got Leaf. Helps if I mute. Hello, 
It is I, Leaf, uh, Domestic Dan, uh, the hound of the party, the tracker, the one who likes to scale buildings and glide into other buildings uh, because he he can't talk good. There's no way he's talking his way into things, so he might as well fly in. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for the finale, uh, and then I get to be here for it and uh, am horrified of what's about to happen and hope I live, fingers crossed. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much, Dan. Next up, we've got Pliers. Hello, it's me, Pliers, or or Frank. I'm glad I can make this one. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a ride, so I'm very interested in seeing what happens. And the favorite moment in this whole campaign is... Uh, it's, it's very interesting playing a campaign where you don't do much combat at all. You know, uh, it's more like run, 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 run. So I guess it's a taste of me feeling like how it is to be powerless in the world. So um, it's been interesting to uh, to be here on that. But uh, hope you guys enjoy the finale. Fantastic. It's like once yeah. across the board. Thank you. Next Bro. up, last but not least, we've got Pippet. Hi, everybody. I'm Pippet and I am your humble biologist uh war vet i think we've just just give me that badge of honor and just to really give my favorite part of this play that we've done i love our downtime because whether it's dan literally just cooking for everybody or candace trying to horrify us with stories or pliers trying to or, or Frank trying to take our blood at night. It's it's always memorable. And I enjoy that we have so many personalities at the table that can just carry downtime. It's rare that downtime can be so fun. So it's it's been a ride. I've enjoyed every campsite we visited and I'm going to carry all of them with me after this is over. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. That's uh, that's everybody. If, uh, if I sound okay, then uh, just go ahead and put some ones in chat. And if, uh, and if everything sounds good, then I would like to begin today's episode with a very quick recap of what happened <clears throat> previously on Islis. Uh, where we last left off, Pippet was brought through the sewers by some corpsmen. You had a previous relationship with some of them. Maybe you've served with them in the past. Uh, they were bitter about it. But while you were being led through the sewers, the rest of the party was attacked by a massive, goopy cassat called a Tausha cassat. It's a, like a soft shell, just icky, wet cassat. It scaled the wall, and as it was about to strike, they heard the sounds of Pippet in the sewers, everybody scattered. Uh, Pippet uh, eventually lost the corpsmen who were supposedly escorting you through the sewers uh, and, and heard what was probably their demise at the hands of this Tausha Kassat. So everyone made it deeper into the facility. Below, deep below the effluvium works, you eventually found a laboratory with uh, with eight huge carapaces of a cassant, the likes of which you haven't really seen before. And eventually you found a cage with something in it. 
the party thought it was a Thompson. You thought it was an Indrid. You thought it was a lot of things. Um, but what you hoped it wasn't was a liar. You released the creature at its behest, at its begging, pleading. And before we pick up with that, we join Leaf in the sewers. Leaf, you've heard the sounds of something. You didn't stop to look behind you, but from several directions now, you're hearing movement, you're hearing ah, deep within the cavern, just The floor is cobblestone. It's wet. There's fungus detritus growing on it. You are functionally lost here in the sewers below Lemeret. You can hear a trickle of some kind of fluid flowing past you. And your only companion is tucked into your hood. Who is that? Uh... That is prudence. Prudence. What is prudence? Oh, my my happy, happy little uh, murder kitty. <laughs> prudence I love him so much. Prudence is what's known as a doska. A doska is like a... It's about the size of a large cat. Uh, yours is but a, but a babe, but a teeny tiny babe of a doska. They have huge eyes and sharp little teeth and long claws that they don't retract. They just always have these claws because they climb places. They have extraordinarily dark fur and they have some webbing between their forelimbs and their hind limbs. Got a long bushy tail, some of them do. And your particular, uh, your particular Daska was chosen because of its intelligence, is that right? Uh, that's correct, yes. Uh, your Daska. Uh, Grizz was able to figure it out as the smartest one. Your Daska is, uh, was weaned far too early and it's just sucking on your hoodie, just... I love it. <laughs> what, uh, what are we doing? What's the plan? Oh, I don't want to deal with whatever the hell that squishy nightmare was. Uh, so I want to get as far away as possible. Uh, I'm going to try to figure out if I can see any sort of tracks of any kind here. Maybe glean where the rest of them went. Sure. Uh, do you have an ability for this? Uh, I have an ability once I find tracks. Ah. Uh, but I have to find them first. Sure. Uh, and this is an ability where you just bypass a check for this, right? Well, yes. Once I find tracks, I'll know where the target has been, where they're going, and roughly what they were doing. Okay. Sure. So as you do this, uh, you, you're inspecting kind of all the way around you. Do you have a torch on you at all? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I don't ah! actually. Ah, Jesus. Uh, no, but I have I have incendiary and incendiary bolts. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I do have a cook set, so I would have something I could light fires with. But yeah, do you I don't have, have. Do you have any bits of? Things thing I have on old you. coals on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you could fashion together a little torch for yourself. Why don't you make me a crafting check? Yeah, yeah it's all or, do that. Or you can make me a crafting check or a bushcraft check since it's technically bushcraft. 
Yay, so I have bushcraft. Okay, go ahead and make me a bushcraft check. That's a 13. 13. Nice. Yeah, you uh, you managed to fashion together out of a little some bits of string and some maybe like a cup that you have. You've got uh, some old coals and you've you've maybe even placed a little bit of weevil oil in there to get it started. Uh, and you've lit yourself uh, functionally a, a little tiny torch. <sighs> Good. I do have uh, uh, the ability to see in one level lower of obscurity as well. Oh. Uh, due to. This was not always the case for you. You had a uh, you had a, a, a disease for a little while. You were cured by some it's true. by some cultists. I, but I do have blindsight now, which I figure maybe is a, a nice effect of being so blessed and anointed. <laughs> Super blessed. Um. Yeah. So you you do manage to just barely make out in this dim this dim light. Uh, far in the distance, you can see what might be a velvet, purple, like a violet gloam of a of an effluvium lamp. But below you, along the cobblestone pathway with your torch, you can definitely make out the telltale tracks. Of the rest of the party. This was the place where you got off the little the little box where you rode in from and. The rest of the party has gone forward, right, with you. So this is like you've backtracked a little bit. Okay. Uh, now that I have some sort of idea of where they're going, I'm going to head in that direction uh, as quickly and quietly as possible. I sure. want to not lead the thing to them by following them. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. You, again, you hear just like another... Yes, uh, if I can, I'll stalk my way that way because I do not. I'll take my time. Sure. <laughs> I don't. I do not want that. Yeah. Um. Go ahead and make me a stalk check. And uh, I do want to note before that that uh, mm. I can indeed stalk at uh, full speed without penalty. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Seven, uh, Seventeen. Seventeen is great. Yeah. You. You like a pro. You're, you've like crouched a little bit, you know. You've you've got the the flame like like a towards you, you know. You've you've cut off like the the light as it reaches everything else. You're extraordinarily capable at this, and yeah, you manage gracefully, quickly to find again the place where you had just run from a massive platform in in this this opening of this cavern, this subway, this uh, sewer system rather, and nobody's here. You see the viscera from before, the dead corpsmen, piles and piles of uh, viscera, but you don't see anyone or anything dangerous. I'm assuming the artifact is not here. That uh, that creature probably took it, yeah. Who had the artifact? I know, uh, yeah, was it Grizz? We, Grizz and I were holding it with the thing. But if Grizz was able to snatch it away, that makes a lot more sense than I would have. Yeah. Okay, good. If I don't see it, I'm not going to, to bother searching and waiting around here for it. Okay, sure. Uh, you see an opening. You see two openings in front of you. Um, one is on the far right side. It's a little, a little bit wider, and one is a little more tightly constricted toward the left. Hmm. Uh, 
I'm going to keep doing what to do and look for tracks, see if there's any new ones on each side. Yeah, as you're here, since you have this ability, uh, as a hound, right, your whole experience is built into tracking. Uh, it's extremely difficult to tell, but you manage just barely to make out the shape of some tracks left in the viscera from the floor, and they lead towards the larger opening. They All also right, they- seem to be panicked. That's not surprising. <laughs> uh, I'll continue making my way through there as quickly and quietly as I can. I do not want to draw the thing's attention. Yeah, sure. As you do, uh, you you look down just barely. Make me an observation roll, if you can. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, detect or uh, detect roll? Oh, that's right, detect. Yes. That's 18. an 18. Nice. Yeah, as you're walking through this place, you hear that trickle of fluid running past you slowly, but when you look down, you notice it's not the typical like green-brown color. There's streaks of red in it. Okay. Uh, take out my pickaxe just to be safe. Sure. And, uh, I might even take a very quick moment and just put in one armor piece and slide it into my coat. Sure. Yeah. Good idea. Okay. Alright, and then I keep moving. Yeah, you keep moving. Uh, after some time, you find the remnants of a of a corpseman? Question mark. It's difficult to tell, uh, but what you can see is a prosthetic leg that's been completely just evolved from the body. It's it's there. Uh, that's not great. That I'm following whatever did this. Uh, Gonna keep on moving. <laughs> you also find a uh, a device on the corpseman. Ooh, yes, I'll look at that. What what is it? It is a blade bandy. It's a sling, a type of sling that you cock backwards, and it specializes in throwing these little blades. The corpsman okay. had one, apparently, on his body, and there are several blades kind of strewn about as if he was trying to load it. Oh, that I will pick up and take as many blades as I can. Sure. Yeah, you get ten blades. Okay. Ooh. Nice. All right, well, you, uh, you look around and you don't see anything, but you definitely hear some kind of plunging noise somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to be moving even slower now. I could move faster. I'm not going to. <laughs> sure. You move a little further forward, and you see signs of some sort of struggle. Um, but the prints that came out of whatever this fluid is close, very close. They resemble pipits. Ooh. Uh, not going toward the splorching, I hope. Definitely going toward the splorching. Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to make my way and 
continue to hope that I don't find a corpse. Sure. Or at least not hers. You see the convergence of these tracks, uh, along with tracks which resemble pliers and grizz, and now all three tracks have apparently stopped for a moment and then continued down a corridor, a very tight-looking corridor. Like an access corridor, almost, in this sewage system. Okay, well, that's where I'm going to go. If that's where they are and they're still moving, I just need to make up and catch up. Yeah. As you approach this corridor, you're hit with almost like a a, a wave of, of some kind of hot, sticky air. It's, it's, it's warm, and it hits you like a wall as you just make your way through this threshold as if it's emanating from somewhere deeper within this access corridor. Like there might be... Like I'm feeling an extra breeze that's not continuing down, like maybe a hidden door, did I hear that right? It's difficult to say. You just walk through this corridor and you're just hit mm. straight on with like a like a wave of hot, sticky, humid air. Stale and acrid. <sighs> Alright. Hey, take a couple of breaths where the air isn't as humid and uh, make my way into whatever nightmare song I'm going to. Yeah. After a while, you begin to hear that sound again from a little bit behind you. Like following me behind me? Somewhere behind you. It's difficult to know. You've made several turns by now, and it's a tight corridor. It's tall, but it's very tight. Yeah, I'm going to pick up the pace a bit. Yeah. Smart. You hear it again. This time a little bit louder. Getting closer to me? Um. Potentially. Or ahead. If ahead or in behind. That's be- where my brain. Be- from behind you, yeah. Oh, behind. yeah. I'm going to move faster. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm still trying to stay quiet from before. <laughs> Eventually, you approach a part of this corridor which has some light to it. There's like a like a like a purple violet light coming down from the ceiling through a grate. The grate appears to be sealed. That's the only thing in this it's a dead end with the grate. Here's that way. The grate is sealed above me. That's right. Eh, uh, shit. Eh, uh, anywhere that maybe is... Uh, is it just an empty room? Like, a, it's not a cistern, but th- that idea? Like a cistern, yeah. Like a, uh, like a cistern. There appear to be some, some bricks along the sides of the walls here, like cobblestone, like from before, but uh, they jut out at odd angles like it hasn't been maintained in a long time. Hmm. How high up is the grate? It's about where your fingertips might sit. Oh, yeah, I'm going to try to break that thing open then. I'm not staying down here. I thought it was way above me. Sure. Uh, go ahead and make me a mechanics check. Oh, good gods. Okay. The sound is getting louder oh, yeah. and more intense. 15. 15. That's almost as good as I can possibly roll. Wow, that's an outstanding roll. 
<sighs> you whip out a tool that you had cobbled together before for a, a different thing a long time ago. You just had something you you decided to use as like a little screwdriver, and you're just a mad dash to unscrew some of these bolts that are holding the the uh, the the grate in place. And you're, you've, you've screwed off one of them, and it falls to the ground. Bing, 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 bing. You've got another one. Bing, bing. The thing is getting louder and louder, and finally you manage to get the last, uh, the, the last f- fixture off of this grate. You push it up, and now what? Oh, I climb through that sucker. I'm not staying in there. Okay, you manage barely to get your hands uh. on the ledge, and now you have to lift yourself up. You have a prosthetic, don't you? I do. Big tentacly t- prosthetic what on does, my left does arm. Does it give you a plus to your climbing skill? Uh, no, it gave me a plus to uh, to might, ah, I think. All right. Well, I'll say that the might of heaving your body over this ledge is, is sufficient to use for that, ten- that tentacle arm. It's called a leech limb. Your leech limb like bursts through the floor on this in, in this little grate and you manage to make purchase on the ledge and you, you pull yourself up with ease from your leech limb. You manage to get your torso over and slam the grate back down. And for uh, just a brief, brief moment, okay. you see some movement. But before you, your eyes can adjust to it, it's gone. That's good. Uh, I take out. There's a there's a thing in my pack. Uh, it's an old an old hoe. We had some farm equipment given to us a while ago, and I've been lugging it around. I'm gonna wedge it into this crate, since so maybe I can try to prevent it from getting opened again. Yeah, sure, that works. I don't need it, and I don't want it, and I don't want this to open. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure, uh, you you do you manage that. That's that's easy. Okay. You look Where around. Where am I? <laughs> you look around you, and you're inside of a, a massive corridor. There appears to be the, the the floor appears to be kind of spongy almost. You look around, and you see uh, the corridor extends uh, way off into the darkness. It's barely lit. Here, lit very dimly by this this the violet gloam of the effluvium lamps, the walls are curved into like an arch, and the arch is suspended every so often by these vertebra-looking uh, uh, curved columns. There appears to be some signs on one end of the corridor at a T intersection. They are written in ancient S, but you can see tracks that lead to the left. Oh, well, I'm going to go there. I don't know what that says. Uh, not not exactly my forte. Sure. Uh, I do have lore as a skill, but I don't know if that would apply to these. Probably not. Yeah, that's fine, then. Not going to worry about it. The tracks are what I'm worried about, and I'm going to continue down the path. Okay. Oh, I, it is pretty. I like the old architecture. <laughs> As you walk, you feel your feet kind of sponging a little bit into the floor. Uh, it's not like a whole, whole lot like any surface you really, you're really familiar with. Almost, no, it's not, the not, closest it's not thing. stone? No, it's not stone. It looks like oh. it might be, but it's definitely not. As you approach the left side of this 
this T-intersection, you see a uh, uh, some kind of a membrane. It's partly open in the center, like an aperture, but it's definitely not uh, inorganic. Like an organic door? That's right. From within, from within this door, you can hear the voices of your friends. I'd love to hear what they're saying before I go through this nightmare orifice. Well, they they seem agitated. They seem as though they're they're yelling a little bit. Maybe watch out. Maybe scared. I can't uh, believe we did that. Uh, okay, that's Chris, bad. Chris, are you good? Doing my best. <laughs> Listen to me. If Grizz has to go, she has to go. We oh, gotta get out of here. No, no, we'll sacrifice. Uh, what do you do, Leaf? Oh, uh, I. Oh, uh, is it like a, I have to peel the dang thing open? You can try. Yeah, you can try. I'll try. As See. you as you approach it, it starts to open. Don't like that. Yeah, but. it starts to get a little bit wider. Uh, but uh, as you get even closer still, it's, uh, it closes again. I, I poke it a bit with the pickaxe. Nothing happens, but your friends are getting agitated. Uh, hello? Something, something about a, a, a switch or a lever? Couldn't quite tell. Pull it up. Hey! hey can, can you hear me? No, they can't. Ah, shit. Okay, uh, I'm going to try to break this thing open with my pickaxe. Sure. It's it's organic, maybe it tears. Yeah, sure. Uh, you go ahead and make me a, uh, make me an attack roll. Make me a, okay. what, a might, a might roll. This was a light weapon. Oh, make me a light, a uh, light, light weapon attack. Thank you, I'm not no. trained to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have this because I can use it. Uh, <laughs> An 18. Inside the room, Grizz, you are mortified at the 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 massive the, the massive thing that's making its way towards you. It's it's many many legs are drawing huge just gouges into the floor. It, you can hear the sounds. <laughs> It's reaching under the, the 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 bars as they're rising slowly. Like it's not like they're not rising fast enough for it. And it's getting it's getting further and further into the room. You can see the gouging in the floor getting closer and closer, but you still can't quite see it. The only thing you can see every so often is a little a little flash, a little shimmer. Um, but they're happening in places you don't really expect like much, much further to the right than you think and much further up than you think. Oh, Grace, watch out! Remember, you said you were going to be nice if we released you. You said that you were going to be good. You said, you you promised. <laughs> please, please be good. We gotta get the door open. We have to get the door open that it wants to go in. Find a switch. Open the door. And we, we start flipping, flipping switches. switches. <laughs> 
as you as you flip all of these switches, the door where you guys came from opens, and you see Leaf standing there with a pickaxe, trying desperately to, to with like a pickaxe with some goopy blood on it, trying to get That's in. Murderer. No, it's oh, you found Leaf. the door. What the hell is that? Get in here. That's a good question. Flip switches now, Leaf. Here, what? what? What am I doing? What? <laughs> Run in. I'll, ju- I'll just shine my light in, in directions. Yeah. Um. Oh. When oh, you yeah. do, when you do manage to shine that light, it it flashes wildly across the room to, to to end up at Leaf. But for the briefest moment, you can see again some shimmering happening in places you're not really expecting. Much taller than you think this thing is 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 oh. shimmering, flashing almost. Oh, and no. You can see it now beginning to be agitated when these shimmers start happening a little bit more and a little bit more and and almost as if it's it's flicking around. And Grizz, being the closest here, you immediately begin to see something. You see, for the first time, you're beginning to see a part of this creature, but it's it's not something you recognize immediately off the bat. It's a, it's a line, almost, a line in three-dimensional space. You just see a line. And as you tilt your head a little bit, you see that it's curved around like a like the letter C, but away from you. And this line eventually opens up and you just see rows and rows and rows, endless rows of yellow teeth. Uh, hello. Would you care to tell me your name before um, I expire? Just get up. I don't think you can sit there and talk to it. Get over here now and flip some switches. You know what it wants to do? Where it wants to go? Come on! They gotta get out of here! What is happening? a crashing sound as the bars bend instantly and you just hear... The portal behind you guys opens at the last moment when Pliers finishes ramming the switch down. The... 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 the circular entry to it expands and Grizz, you feel only uh, a breeze across the side of your face. Your hair twists in this breeze, and then nothing. Flyers, you're pushed a little bit, but nothing else. And I have everything. I have everything. Suddenly, there's nothing. You're here. What? What did you all do? What? Hey, aged. I feel like I'm 40 years older. Oh, Leaf, you made it. And I'll just go and shake Leaf. I'll I'll just shake Leaf and I'll I'll hug Leaf, and I'll say I'm I'm just so happy you made it out of that god awful party. What happened to you? I got separated, and I think I was being chased by the thing that was all goopy and tentacly, and uh, it tore everything apart, and everyone that was in its path, I think, found a oh. leg. Uh, and, uh, the, you, this, found a, you found a leg? Well, yeah, well, there was the body next to it, too. You, you recognize uh, the leg, Pippet. Oh, so he he brought the leg. Oh no, I did not bring the leg. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> never mind. Never no, 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 it's fine because I have this. Was it, was it a, a, a very rudimentary, almost light oak prosthetic leg with F carved into it with the with the J 
and a P. Uh, I didn't see any carvings as I was kind of moving faced, but it was a prosthetic. It just wasn't attached anymore. Ugh, poor Frank. <sighs> the good ones go down fast. I hope, I hope they didn't suffer. They didn't look. I don't think you can suffer too much in that many pieces. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chris, are you okay? Did it eat you? Are you missing any limbs? I can make you prosthetics. If something's hanging off, I can cut the rest off. I start pulling out like saws and stuff. Come on, I'm over. not eaten, but I I'm going to need a moment to collect myself. I think. <laughs> collect yourself. What What are you missing? I can get a nice little prosthetic ready. Well, I mean, I'm definitely missing uh, quite a bit of the confidence I thought I had. No, I can't fix that. Sorry. So, so, so what, what What? was that? The night, what was that? That, please, was a Lassertion. I told you. I told you I've seen them before. That oh, <laughs> Terrifying, wasn't it? Wh why? Why was that here? I mean... I turn to Pliers, and I say, well, Pliers, clearly, these, the Cassad had to have been studying it. These Lassertians are so elusive. Of course, they had to capture one and learn of its properties. They're all so mysterious. This one, this one defied all the laws, all, all the things that I expected. Whereas it seemed to know quite a bit about, um, well, everything. Uh, it doesn't read minds. We tested it, but it does. Uh, well, it can mimic a tisk and a totson and a, maybe even a cassat. Grizz, I think it you, lies really well. As you're saying all this to the cell, the rest of the rest of, the, of you notice that Grizz's hair is still kind of standing a little bit on end. And Grizz, you feel like the like the, like the little hairs on your body are just like standing on end. <sighs> So you want to get I'm trying to keep it together. I think you need to sit down and I'll look at Grizz and I'll try to determine if she's suffering from shock. I'll, I want to do an evaluation. Yeah. Uh, how do you do the evaluation? I hop on and pull out my kit, uh, whatever <laughs> I need to do to uh, I have some abilities, but I think the one that I want to use, use during combat. So if there's any affliction from either a substance or something like that, like maybe the Lassertion put something out in the air because Grizz was so close, yeah, you've got, I can determine the effects. Yes. Yeah, you've got a you've got a little pack, a little little kit with you. There's a, there's a small lens attic in there and got some vials and some uh, maybe like a tongue depressor you've got in there. You've got like a like a little miniature doctor's kit. It says Siltco on the side. Yes. Yeah. So how I do, do you, that. how do you go about the inspection? What do you do to Grizz specifically? I want to check Grizz's eyes. Okay. Just I look want at them. to. Yeah, I want to study them and make sure that they're not having like an immediate reaction. And then I want to do a once over, make sure Grizz isn't harmed, like oh. there's no cuts. At any and point, then at any point, do you touch does. Grizz? For sure. Yeah. Okay. The second you do, uh, the the very moment you you do, uh, you get a little your hand fascinating you're you're electrified and Ooh. from that I don't continue to touch Grizz after that but um 
I want to determine if this is something I've seen before. No. Is that a compliment or are you saying something's wrong with me? Hold still. When I walk over and I'll whip out a syringe. Hold still. Just be still. Arm. It'll go faster this way. Then I'll uh, I'll just go ahead and um, take the blood. Yeah, as soon as you put that metal syringe into Chris, you too get a little. Go. It's not. It's not hard enough to take any damage, but it it is a little shock. It shocked me a little bit. A little bit. Ooh. All right, hold on. And I want to take some of the blood, and then I'm gonna file it in the. The file. The blood repository. I'm yeah, I'm only missing one more person's blood, but I have to get it without them knowing. Blood biologists. <laughs> I write the effects down in my journal. I say, first interaction with Lissertion seems to have left over a residue of electricity. Fascinating. Leaf, as you regard this room, it's a, you, you notice there to be a, a row of like eight huge cassette that are just totally motionless but enormous. Uh, much larger and different than the other cassette you've seen before. Uh, they're bigger and like broader and pointier. Got too many eyes and their their mouth is uh, just has way too many teeth. They've got like an extra set of mandibles. Just huge uh, but motionless. It's not statues. They're just dead. They're not statues. What, 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 what are these? What, where don't even worry are about those. we? Collectibles. <laughs> yep. Collect. Worry about. How do you collect something that's big? They have names mean. on them. There's placards with each of them, and uh, there's years. So maybe this is just a collection of, um, I don't know, people, cassette, uh, that um, are important. Maybe admirals, people high up in their rank. Oh, what is it? A mausoleum or something? Hold still, Grizz. Sorry. <laughs> and then I'll, uh, I'll, I think we kind of determined last time. Uh, we'll turn to uh, Leaf while they're looking and we're studying Grizz and we'll say, we think there's some sort of husk or armor or they shed this. This, this is one of the mm-hmm. soldiers that walk around out here. Bolt, something, Mold, skin. But why are they different? Oh, those. I are, mean, I don't know. Soldiers don't all look the same. Leaf. These these no. particular soldiers do. They look the same to each other, but they're different than Kazat you may have seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what an assumption! <laughs> no, but they look. Yeah, no, but see. they look. They don't look. They look different. <laughs> they, yes. Well. The, the creature that, that tore um, our poor friend apart in the sewers or occupied his body, that's also a cassette. It's a uh, Tosha yeah. cassette. And they live, uh, if I recall correctly, by uh, the water and the beach. So, um, sorry, trying to be still. They live by yeah. the water and the beach and they are uh, goopy, apparently. It's disgusting. <laughs> so these are an even different one. Uh, it's just that aren't around. Hey, what the heck? Uh, yes, I think they're news. from the north. <laughs> Well, Grizz, unfortunately, your blood is normal. Oh, it is? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, All right. I'm done. I don't... Uh, one more question. Where I wasn't really... 
able to look and see anything. Where the hell did the the Lysertian thing go? Over there. Yeah, so it had business. The pants had door, apparently. So, um, whatever's over there, I hope it's, hope it's doing its thing, because I'm gonna tell you right now. I kind of rather be on their side. I think or, it's huge. I ain't going to fight it, I tell you what. I think it wanted revenge. Yeah. According to when Grizz was about- talking to it, yeah. Yeah, we should have told it about Goopy. Then it can go down there and then do whatever it need to do with that thing. It was following me, by the way. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the the tushy one. Sounded like whispers. a toilet flushing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounded goopy and all. Uh, no whispers, just a lot of splorchy, splorchy grossness. Oh, yes. Leaf it followed us here too. Leaf doesn't know. That was our friend. In the what? sewers, yeah. They, you no were, you said that. it. You said it earlier, Grizz, but we didn't quite explain it. That 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 cassette that was lurking around in the sewers, that was uh I believe Ansel. Yeah, I remember that. He burst out of him with the artifact to put the hands on which oh, do who do you have that? Where's the the thing, the box? I turned to Grizz. Shakily shakily kind of pulls back like a bit of their um their kind of over coat and shows uh the hilt. There's like a hilt there. Um, of a large kind of sword situation, but then like the dagger part of it, like the blade part of it is really short and small um, and they're kind of storing it in the side of their outfit. What is that? I don't know. It looks like a weapon, but at the same time what does anyone to do with this? Fight. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a strong thing that can fight the Kassav? I mean, perhaps the, the Tausha did seem to want it. But it's your friend? Well, it friend. was our friend. Why is well, it not in the... Well, yeah, but I mean... Uh, Ansel so. was really nice and we really liked him, but then he uh, revealed himself to be taken over by this creature. Well, see, what had happened was I went to go get his blood and then um, when I did that, it sounded like a deflating balloon and all was, this goopy stuff started coming out. So I think I it was, was trying to take over your body as well, Lee. Uh. So that's what them to hear some noises further in the the not the portal where Leaf came from, but the portal that the creature escaped through. Oh gosh! Wait, dark down that way, but you hear noises. Leaf. Yeah. When you when when you came through, you you came through the way that we came through. Did you did you leave the door open? The, the hatch in the floor? Yeah. I sealed it. I put my old hoe in there. Wait you did? I yeah. sealed it. How the heck did you get it open? I opened it with tools in my hands. Oh, no. Oh, but God. I sealed it again. Um, if, what? No. We got to get out of here. I said I was being followed by the splarchy thing. Wait, you're right. We got to go. Oh, God. It's time to go. Um, yeah, we got to go. We got to go. I thought you said it was a friend. Not anymore. Not my friend. Well, that's what I was asking. Not oh, no. Nope. Nope. Let's go. Look at it. I started uh, already on the other side of the room. Chris is yeah. already like. <laughs> Wait, I'm scuttling across <laughs> with them. Uh, if that's the case, I'm going to run over to where that portal was or closer. If there's a hallway, I'm going to put down a thing I had, which is uh, 
small vent mantle vice stripe. Just plop it on the floor, open it up, and back the fuck uh, away. I'm out. You'd like to deploy a trap? Yes. Um, hey, that takes time. Get your ass over here, leave. Yeah, you begin to lean down to put this trap on the floor. Oh, God. But, uh, but something, something touches your ear. Huh. Uh, when you reach up to, to feel it, it's uh, liquid. Some kind of liquid. I'm going to get away from that now. Uh, you look up and you just see a trail above you of mucus. <laughs> you follow yeah. the mucus down, down the length of the room and you can see it ending inside of one of the carapaces left behind by the Altless Cassant. We'll be right back with the second half of Isla's Season 1. Uh, episode 20, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Islis episode 20. My name is Veronica Ripley. Big thank you to everybody who has supported the stream so far. Be sure to check out merch.fablescrabs.com to become a member and get access to the super cool podcast called Leftovers, where we talk with the cast after every episode and uh, get everybody's favorite moments and like go into some of what went on in the writing room for this episode. So check it out. Uh, it's merch.fablescrabs.com. Become a member there. Twitch subs get a discount, <clears throat> which is pretty cool. So without further ado... Let's get into it. You're all in this room. Behind you is a portal that leads into the darkness somewhere where you've heard a few noises and the thing in the cage seems to go that way. Uh, In front of you, where Leaf was just trying to set up a trap, you've seen this portal from where you came from, right? This, 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 This portal that leads into this room. But along the ceiling, there's this mucus, and it ends inside, at the far end of the room, inside one of these massive cassette carapaces. All right, Grizz, I think you're good. Leaf. Uh. We gotta uh, go. Uh, there's it, the goopies above us. Oh, Are you here? No. Over here. Hurry up! Go over there. Come on! But it's go. Okay. I'm gonna join them. <laughs> I'm going to the portal. See? We gotta go. Bye. Which one Where's... are you going to? The one that the big thing went out. I'm oh out. God, that's awful. Okay, I'll run that way. No. Yeah, I'm gonna submit myself to this portal. See you later. And then, I'm yep. I'm going there. Ah. Okay. You guys all run through the portal. I do my best to run. Yes. Okay. Quickly. Uh, everyone make me a stride check. Oh, I was built for this. I was not. You can oh, hear boy. something begin to start creaking. Chunk. I'm so bad at it. Ooh, Leaf, that's a nine, huh? Yep. I'm good at sneaking, uh, not running. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 18. I'm out. My calves are bulging. And 10. Oh, God. <gasps> I'm going to hold my hand out whoever's closest to me. Grizz and Pliers, you two are just bolt. 
uh, you're through the portal immediately, but Leaf and Pivot, as you both are staring at this thing, beginning to start moving and creaking, you're stepping backwards, both of you, and Leaf, you, you stumble a bit into Pivot, you both fall to the ground. Come on, we gotta get up! Yeah, yeah, getting up, getting up! It's moving closer, it's getting bigger and beginning to stand. Oh, I oh, don't like God. that. Get, get moving, get moving, get moving. And I'm like trying Scramble to, to your feet, yeah. Push you ahead of me as best I can. Yep. You I see, start to try to move. You see its head move to you and lock on to you, Leaf. Hi, we freed you. You liked that, right? That was good, yeah? You don't need to worry about us. Okay, bye. <laughs> you guys make it through the portal. Grizz and Pliers are a little further ahead. You can see them running down this long corridor. Yo, yeah, I'm dumb, dumb, I'll be running as quick as I'm able to. Grizz, Pliers, you two are just right next to each other, keeping pace. <sighs> Trying to make your way through this, this, this corridor. And you begin to see a light at the end of this tunnel. Uh, it's not like the effluvium lights. It's almost like very nearly like daylight. You can feel the sensation of moving upwards, like you're having to climb a hill through this corridor. And when you finally end up at the other end of this corridor, you see uh, what appears to be glass. And the glass looks out into a like a control room with some uh, some equipment and some tables and there is a another like portal here um um is there any switches or anything there is uh inside of the control room oh yeah um we're right behind you yeah hurry up hurry up we're trying yeah, I want to get in. I want to get in. As you approach the door, it begins to open, but as you get closer to it, it begins to close again. I go and stand where Pliers was oh, standing. Right. It begins uh, when to, it started to open. Begins to slowly open. All right, I'll have this thing open in a jiff. Please. Is there enough space for me to squeeze in? There is. Oh, no, no. Well, I'll go in, but first, that's where I'm heaviest. You can hear in the distance. You can feel it more than you can hear it, just like a thudding. Many, many legs. Pliers, you're inside the control room and you see the switch. It's right next to the door, but it's heavy. Um, Make me a might check. I throw my back into it. Summon your strength, you can do it. Oh gosh, I don't know if I can. Um. If I make it, can I help? Can I throw myself onto it if I see um, flyers? If you make it into the control Come room. Maybe. If I make it in, yeah. What kind of dice are those? That's a 2d3. <laughs> nothing like the dice I just rolled. Oh, it's because you rolled a 2d3 and not a 2d6. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be a bit odd. <laughs> you rolled well for a 2d3. Yeah, you rolled great for a 2d3. Can we count it? <laughs> uh, 2d6. Oh, 
Okay, yeah, it's a nine. Flyers, you're, you're, you've put all of your weight into this, into this switch. You can hear it cracking, like almost breaking. Back? No, no, no. The, ah. the switch itself is beginning to crack and buckle. Ah. There's mucus being pulled from every direction, and it's snapping. And you do just barely manage to throw the switch. The, the oh, back. portal begins to hang limply like curtains from the door frame. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Oh. We're on yeah, Grizz like dives through this broken opening to try to join players. I want to keep my hand on this portal thing. We're uh, getting there. Yeah, you guys have made your way through the portal. Yeah, you're into the control room. <laughs> can I close? Can I close this? Pull it back the other way. You can try. Heck yeah! Hey, help! My back. Yep, yep <laughs> helping. You guys, yeah, I want to pull it. <laughs> Leaf and pliers, you both manage to throw the switch back up the other way. It's not as difficult, and the membrane returns to its previous rigidity. Oh, ah, my back. Okay, we need oh. to move away from this thing. That big, big, big thing probably could just walk through these. You look through the window into the darkness in this slanted tunnel, but you can't see anything in it. It's too dark. Except for maybe a person who can see better in the dark? Or a person that has a light. <laughs> yeah, I've got torch it, baby. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you do. You throw your light uh, down this tunnel and leaf. You you try to peer through it, and but uh, as far as that light can go, it looks like there's nothing there. Okay, it's it's either found a different path to get here, or it's just moving slower than we thought. Either way, we shouldn't be next to the glass uh, at all and find a way out of. Where are we? It sounds like we have two, two things chasing us. This, this session, yeah. and also that giant Admiral Robo Cassat thing. It's May fine. This is good news because they if might one sees the other, they hate each other. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's true. We need them to cross paths. We're the bait. Let's get to it. We gotta run. Who's the bait? I'm on the bait. Let's go. You look around the control room and you find that it's sort of, uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit taller than you would expect. And a lot of the equipment is really more at like your shoulder height. So you kind of have to stand on your guys' tiptoes to see a lot of the, the uh, items here. Uh, but there are just a, a vast assortment of uh, scientific machinery. There's, you find a, a ton of, uh, of, special types of like a keyboard almost it's uh it's like a like a typing machine but it's angled with all the keys facing away from you so you have to hold it like this to type uh it's a really common thing to see in in bureaucracy but uh it's usually meant for larger hands uh you find just various equipment you find uh supplies uh you find a lot of papers and uh, there's some bloodstains on the carpeted interior in here. Mm. It's what? not very um, encouraging. No. It's blood. Is, is everything like, human-sized? How old is this place? Um, judging from the interior of this place, you would suspect that this is singularly more recent, certainly more advanced, than the rest of what you've seen in this facility so far. 
Where are- what is this far? Can we determine what this control room controls? Oh, you guys is can, it just doors? You guys can make yeah. me a detect check. Ah, I can do that. I know how to do those things. Mm. I have some detect in my life. You can still distantly hear the sounds, the, the thrumming of the machine, the effluvium works, the 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 juicer, the rabbit crushing machine, pulling rabbit pulp out and refining effluvium somewhere in this facility. It's difficult to say where. Yeah. Wow, you guys did great, huh? Grizz did incredible. Yeah, Grizz. Uh, Grizz, you're walking around this facility, this this control room, and you look back to where this window and the portal was, and it seems to be steadily holding. Um, but on the other side of the room, you notice there's another portal. Um, but it's not like the other portal. It's more like a, just a regular door. It's heavy, like a big steel, maybe-looking type of door. But, uh, but it opens from the center. And it's a design that you've seen before, that all of you have seen before, uh, on back aboard the Devotion. Do you all see this, this door? At yes. Rest. It looks heavy, but um, that's really by human standards. Hmm. It doesn't Should make we go me through feel, it? It doesn't make me feel particularly protected, but if that's our way out of this room... One more thing, Chris. As you're walking past this, uh, the, through this room, you look over to your left, and you, amongst all of the the hanging, uh, what look to be like blueprints or designs, amongst all of the the scrawling uh, on the walls and on the sheets on the floor, you see uh, what appears to be like a recess in the wall, and you notice that uh, that there's like a little latch on this recess. Since you rolled an 18 and observed and detect. What do you think this does? It's right by the, the big heavy door. They walk right up to it. Sure. Do you think this is like the switch to open it? Difficult to say. Only one way I... to find out. Mm. All right, I... I'm going to try. They kind of steal their shoulders. Yeah. And reach out. Yeah, uh, you'll need to make me a mechanics check. Or one of you will. I don't I can mechanics. I could probably do it if you if you're not feeling confident. Here's my specialty. I, I could smell oil or something. Yes, I, I, don't do know what it I got it, I got it. Don't worry, don't worry. Flyers pushes yeah, you, pushes your way through the, the group. You heard yeah. something mechanical. Yeah. Like a like a machinery is sense. my baby. I love machinery so much. Uh, what is it? All right, it's hard for me to see any steering goggles. Um, okay. Ah. Uh. Okay. Oh, I did it again. I did something wrong again. Oh yeah, it's uh, you roll a D five. You gotta roll a D three D six. Sorry, I said it's hard to see anything. That's okay. <laughs> the light here is the light here is really dim. It's lit by this this violet glow. There we go. The effluvium lamp. Oh, Twenty-five. Almost a crit. <laughs> Twenty-five. That's wild. 
But the light in here is a little bit brighter than the rest because as you look up, you can see what appears to be just a, a, a little, uh, like a like a big pane of glass, but beyond it, it's just like a pinpoint of, uh, of what appears to be daylight. With a 25 mechanic skill, players, it's it's rather it's trivial for you uh, to basic. make your way through mm. this this lock. It's not one that you have a ton of experience with, and uh, mm. and it's something that maybe you haven't necessarily seen a whole lot of. But it doesn't appear to be actually engaged. It just looks like somebody half-heartedly closed it without actually locking mm. it, and you manage gracefully to swing open this, uh, what appears to be safe. Inside, you find two effluvium flings. It's a, uh, it's a weapon that, uh, attaches to one of your arms. Oh my god. You equip it with, uh, with these, with effluvium cores. Oh my god. And it fires freezing cold effluvium up to oh one God. zone away before the gas evaporates, and it requires tiny effluvium cores. You find four tiny effluvium <laughs> cores. They are they are of average, uh, excuse me, they are of advanced quality. Everyone, gather around. What? I'm bearing gifts, baby. And I'll just like pull them out, and um, I'll attach mine first, because I have a core, a special one, one that's really full of effluvium fuel. Yeah, this this will you'll only be able to equip tiny effluvium cores to this, and you can use the four that are there. Oh, fine, trivial, but okay. Um, I'll put them together. And wait, do they have fuel in them or no? The fuel is the effluvium core. Oh, okay, I didn't know if it was because I remember I smelled and all that. Anyway, I'm it, like, everyone, what? lend me your arms, and this time I'm not taking blood. I'm adding something to it. <laughs> I yeah. hold my hand out. <laughs> a pip it always, always positive about it, and I'll uh, strap. Ha! Hold on to that thought. Give me your arms, and I'll just go around feeling like a proud dad. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I am I correct? There were two of the weapons and four shots for the weapons total. That's right. Unless any of you has a tiny effluvium cord. No. No. So no. you and Pipit would get one each, and then you'd have oh. two shots each if you split it. Oh. It's more than enough. Yes. Okay, I've fine. got. Well. I hold up the the blade flinger. I've got uh, these. I found that? on. It's a it's a shoots blades. I found oh it God. next to uh, le- legless legless man. Legless. Okay. All right. Cool. That works. And uh, mm, I'll just uh, give. Um, Grizz my other bolt gun. Be like, you could dual wield this. There you go. Thank you. Uh, it, since I'm gonna use this, if I need uh, something arranged, I hand you ten uh, incendiary bolts ahead and haven't used yet, Grizz. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh, thank you. I will try not to set anyone on fire. That would be wise. Right. Uh, so how do we get out of here? I don't think this is a place to meander after big nightmares. Um, can you, is that in our inventory? I need to learn how to, what is it again? I posted it in the, uh... Okay, thank you. That's what I was going for. Alright, while Leaf is looking, I'll, uh, show, um, how it operates. Sure. So who has... So how does this work? There you go. Press this and do that. Awesome. Okay, I think I have the hand, I've got the hang of this. 
You and I'll put this in my inventory. You see the massive door, this big metal door with opens in the center, uh, just sort of right next to you as it's it's still there, and it's uh, you can you can almost begin to hear some noises from beyond it, mechanical in nature. Do I smell it? I do. I'll walk over and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely want to investigate it. Sure. Uh, it's a door. You can open it. So there's a handle yeah. there. You've well, seen doors like this before, sort of, on the devotion. Oh. Oh, man. I just have flashbacks. <laughs> uh, and I just, I'll, I'll open the door. Yeah. As you do. You are all uh, immediately a little bit struck by the the relative brightness of this place. Your vision just becomes just white for a moment because this place is mildly lit uh, by daylight. As much daylight as you can get in a place like Lemuret and as much uh, as much um, daylight as you can get through these huge skylights that adorn this massive cavernous interior and when you walk forward through this portal you're on essentially a catwalk the catwalk overlooks a, a, a gargantuan room and in this room are laid out uh, a row of what you appear to be slabs connected by cables and several tanks and machinery that's very similar to what you saw at the at the um, at the botanical gardens, you can find rows and rows of storage and containers. There's some tables. There's a a crane in the center of this building. Um, but what strikes you the most is a just an absolutely stunningly big piece of machinery. It is long and. Uh, it's sort of dark in color. There's tubes and wires running into it at various angles. A, a part of it is kind of smoking a bit. It seems to be made of metal. Um, and there's a hatch leading inside to this device. As you make your way, your, as your eyes make their way like across the room, you see that the device is, is, uh, is being, parts of the device are being lifted and, and, and reset by this crane. And it appears that the device is on some railing system, but all of the cables that come off of this device are leading into these big tanks and machinery. You see a lot of uh, tools and items kind of strewn around and you see some carpeting kind of half haphazardly placed in here. It's it's tatters. There's lots of, uh, of, of jagged little holes and, and, and cuts into it. And there's uh, just a lot of blood kind of littering the floor. You see uh, you see some tracks and that's about it. Okay. Oh my. Wait. What is this place? What was the um what was the thing that we were supposed to destroy? 
this feels like, um, do you think this could be where they made that Ingman cube? Maybe, but they did say a big thing in the big basement area in a big cavern to destroy, and that's a big looking fancy thing. That's true. And I think I see tracks. Can I make out from here what the, the tracks look like? They're metallic. Uh, they're perpendicular, or excuse me, they're uh, parallel to each other. Yeah. They seem to run along the device. You've seen, uh, you've seen carts on rails before. Uh, they're never self-powered. They're always powered by humans pulling them. Hey, that thing runs on it. That's weird. And blood. I don't... They're too far away for me to see how fresh. Should we go check it out? See if maybe our little mechanic friend can make that inoperable? I could, but if that thing then left out that cage is in here, um, then that's what they want. Uh, is that what they want, or is that they just wanted to get out and take care of some cassette? I don't know. Hey, Pippet, what do you, what do you think? Do you know these things? I think... I think it was on a revenge path. I don't think it cares about this stuff. Great, let's blow it up. You... Yeah. Suddenly, you hear some movement. Uh, footsteps. From where? From just beyond the, you know, the visible side of one of these... Uh, these storage shelves, and you see something moving. Uh, it's big, and it's blue. There's a blue kind of robe kind of flowing around this this, this creature, and oh. uh, and it is it, it calls over to uh, towards the the back of the room, and you can just hear it speaking, sort of broken, low human. It says, "Zeriots, brother, Zeriots." Dance, brother. And you hear a call from somewhere behind the device. You just hear, Ah, Noxorus, brother. Does anyone understand that? Do any of you speak as? I speak roughest. You can glean that there's some technical problem. There's a technical problem. Um, I can't quite make out what it is, but um, there is an issue. If we're going to destroy this thing, we're going to have to be very quiet and very fast. Who's talking? I can't quite tell. They're in blue robes. Blue robes? Only things I know yes. where robes are... are, are you hear the uh, sound, uh, at least family. You hear the sound of a, of a door somewhere beneath you opening. And you hear the sound of a, of a very large creature. Oh, and it seems to be walking away from you towards the, uh, the, the voices. And you just hear it breathing. Society. 
to somewhere you can't see beneath you. You hear some noises, then you hear nothing. The tisk are complaining to each other, it seems. And then they fall silent. What are they doing? Silent? (laughs) Um... Do you think they're also infiltrating this area? No, I don't think so. They might be working together. This is Kassot territory. If there's Tisk in here, that's... Well, I mean... They're... Remember what they said, and I'm whispering this. They said that they were going to be showcasing their... Their technology here. I don't know if there's any funny business going on, but maybe it's not so weird that they're going back and forth. I don't know. Possible Providence didn't want Kassab and Tisk to work together. Maybe start a war, a war that actually never exists anymore. And I, I, well, Pippet, that hits Pippet hard, the, just the idea of it. And she just kind of takes a moment, breathes that in, and then she says, Does it matter? No, are we going to do this? Or are I we? Think that these people weren't putting humans in weird machine boxes. Whatever they're doing here is not going to be good. I don't like it here. I don't like it here at all. Eh, I'm if going to... If we don't destroy it, we'll have to deal with Providence. Oh, I'm I, I'm okay with destroying it. I just don't know how yet. No, let me eh. see it. Just give me close, and I can I can probably make it go boom. Here, I will... I can scout the head. We're on the yeah, catwalk. Yeah. They went silent, yeah. so be quiet, because they might be listening. And I'm going to... Uh, if this is the catwalk we're on... Mm-hmm. I'm going to move to the right as quietly and unseen as possible. Okay. Make me a stock check. Very good. A 13. Okay. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> Go ahead and move your token. Okay. Uh, can't see the bottom of the map, but I'll... The idea was I wanted to get over to this side. So, I swear I'm not flying. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you do. From this angle, you can see a uh, uh, the crane a little bit better. There's a portal that leads inside this, this massive machine. And, uh, and you can see a little bit better that near to the doors of this machine are what appear to be slabs designed for uh, like human sized slabs they don't appear to be like the same size as the rows and rows of them Uh, in fact they appear to be portraits there are strewn implements uh, a little bit of broken glass there's some a lot of uh, just a lot of just garbage (laughs) on the floor am I able now that I'm looking, I'm 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 kind of following slowly, you know, a little closer into the room mm. after uh, Leaf goes in, and I look at one of these. I'm assuming tables. Do I recognize like these tools, and can I understand what? Because I, I see the blood, mm. 
see the tools. Can I understand like what this is for or like what they're doing? Given the medical knowledge you possess, it appears uh, inconsistent with helping anyone. <laughs> yeah, that that made sense. It appears inconsistent with making anyone feel better. I would I would I want to go further and say, does it look like they're removing parts, inhibiting uh, whoever they're putting on the table? Uh, does what I, I'm, I'm curious about the process. You wouldn't necessarily be able to tell without getting closer to either one of these slabs, whichever one you want. I'll, I'll try. I'll okay. try. You'll hop down but, from the catwalk. Yeah. Okay. And I'll move myself. Go ahead. <clears throat> I uh, I have the blade bandy out now. I've put the pickaxe away. Okay. And I'm watching Pipit from above. Sure. Pipit, you are at, uh, you're crouched very low at this slab in front of you, and you see uh, that it is, it's got like a little bit of an indent for like a human shape to it. But it is, uh, it is definitely got restraints. There's uh, several tubes. There's lots of needles here. Uh, they all appear to be as, as, I mean, as you look past this to the other slabs, they all appear to have some sort of apparatus that wraps around what, what would be like the chest area. Uh, and there's just a lot of blood. There's also a tube uh, that comes out the back. It's very similar to the tube you guys cut at the Botanical Gardens, and it leads into a machine, uh, which then leads into what appears to be a tank. I, oh, I mean, I assume the worst. I just kind of observe and then I'll try to creep back to the group. And I'll I actually, if that's a desk, I wonder if I can go, I can go under the catwalk and start heading towards that desk, correct? Sure. Yeah. All right. And I'll just start doing that. But if somebody else is doing anything, I'm sure it'll take me a minute. Uh. Okay. And There's I'll start rifling through the stuff. Okay. Yeah, as you do, uh, you hear a, a sound. Um, it it's uh, it's difficult to discern exactly what it is at first, uh, but it's one that you feel familiar. Like maybe you've heard it before. A, I get really quiet. A presence uh, looms just on the other side of this storage container, and you hear it. You hear it begin to. You see suddenly a long head with a just a long uncomfortably long face lilting into the air through this this uh this storage unit you can see it tasting the air with its nose and it's looking around uh slowly I, and carefully can i see from the angle i met you cannot okay 
and I don't. I shrink. I shrink behind the desk. It takes a step, and you hear it. <laughs> Let me know when I can see it, because I am it, watching. It's it, just. It. It's just become visible to you, uh, Leaf, and you can see it's a disc of uh, of a slightly <laughs> slightly smaller stature than what you're normally. Maybe you're used to seeing like Providence, but it's a little bit smaller than Providence. It's wearing blue robes that are kind of tattered and a little bit stained, but the robes are open and you notice that this particular tisk has some kind of design on its chest um, where hair just isn't growing. Like a brand? Like a brand. Uh, okay, if I see it, if I see it there look, looking around like sniffing and I see Peep it there, I'm going to do something kind of stupid. I start, I'll try to get, like, I'll start receding as well as I can. Uh, I'd like, as you, excuse me, as you, uh, as you round the corner, hip it. <sighs> you find yourself directly up against a, a, a looming figure and it peers down at you with bright yellow eyes, bloodshot, stained, and its lips curl back. And it says, Oh, that's human. Brother! I found it. I look up and I slowly get into a defensive position. Sure. The other test starts around the corner. I would love to fire my little I need to blade dearly. I back up and I look at both of them in the eyes. And I'm looking at them. They don't seem to want to talk, right? Like they're not really they're, talking. Oh, the one of them's talking to you. Oh, I have a terrible idea. If I can. Yeah, what's well, my blade? What's that? You uh, first. Yeah, so. Uh, oh, God. Uh, it's. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, there it is. Okay. Intimidate. I can use a weapon skill for this, but I'm not aiming at them. I stand up, point my weapon at this machine with uh, that is attached to the, the the big whatever vehicle transport whatever it is, and just yell. I'd suggest you stop moving before I shoot this and destroy your machine. You see one of the tisks, the one closest to you, rear its head back, snaps towards you, and looks at you. It begins to make a noise. It goes... <laughs> if you think I'm bluffing, then I'm going to shoot. Go ahead and make a weapon skill check for me, please. Okay. 
For the intimidate? For the intimidation, yeah. Yeah. That's a 16. 16, huh? Okay. Let me check the sheet really quickly. Maybe. Not maybe it'll work. Maybe if it doesn't, I'm just going to fire then. <laughs> That's the backup plan. I'm not bluffing. Let's see. What do I have to beat here? I wish that wasn't a two in that mix. Two fives I'll take. You have to beat. Oh, no. I figured it wasn't have, quite enough. You have to beat a 3d6 plus 9. Oh, jeez. Whoops, I did that wrong. Oh, I hope, boy, I hope they roll poorly. Gah! Ooh. The creature looks back towards you. It, too, has a, uh, it's just these big, bright eyes with bloodshot, and you can see some stains of matted fur along its throat and its mouth. It's different, slightly different, like, coat, like, slightly different color of coat than Providence was, but you can see, most certainly, there's that, that design on its front. And it looks up at you, and with one swooping motion, it... Makes its way up onto the catwalk with you. Leaf. If if I have time. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was just gonna ask, does it smell? Oh, it came up to me. I was I stood up and yelled at it. It didn't need to smell me to see you me. You smell like no. It's just pheromones at this point. Aren't you like the I am anointed, but it may not care. Oh. Oh, On that note. Yeah. I, I want to, if they start leaping and closing in, I want to say, Providence sent us. You don't want to interfere with their plans, right? The the Tisk are, are talking, chittering to each other in, in Is, and they, the one in closest to you is regarding you with, uh, with, with a massive look of skepticism, as much skepticism as a tisk can muster on their terrible little faces. I'm sure. The tisk, I'm sure. The tisk up by leaf begins to just. You like to play games, Nakata human? The moment it gets any closer, I'm going to jump off and glide to the machine over there. If it gets any closer. We like to play games too, little human. I'm not playing games. Brother! Rotsai, <laughs> little brother! Let us play a game, little human. Oh, you can play games, yes? You are interested I'm just staring at it <laughs> we will allow your friend here to live you tell us where the others are overmind can I roll a lore check to know what that symbol is carved into its chest absolutely make me a lore check Max, thank you Yeah, you know, you know exactly what it is. It's a—they're uh, heretics. 
Oh, really? <laughs> Shit. That's bad. Okay. All right. You know what the robes are, too. They're scientists. Well, oh they're scientists. They can live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What human are you? Anointed. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm not responding at this point. I'm just waiting for it to get closer. What god do you pray, little you? Um, can I take an action and talk to uh, Whisper to Grizz? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> it turns around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this is going to work, um, but um, they're probably dead. So I don't want to leave them like I normally, my schedule tells me to run right now, but um, let me just say that maybe we should say that there is a, I don't know, a assertion running around? What do you think that'll spook them? I mean, I do think that that might help at least a little bit. I don't think that I can, um, well, I don't have the skills to necessarily persuade them, I don't think. I Can, can you mimic a assertion? You heard it enough, it went by your head. I can only do people. And really, I didn't hear its actual voice. It oh. only mimicked like I do. Mm, okay. Chris, Flyers, do you move at all? Are you still here? Nope. Stock uh, still. Okay. <laughs> look, I'm going to like hold my arm out and look at Grizz. We're like, eh. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to aim that device, but I'm not going to do anything else. Yeah, this is a, tac- this is a tactical moment. I think whichever Tisk. Uh, pliers is aiming at. I aim at the other one. Okay. With my with my auto bolt, and I just like sit quietly and try to decide mm-hmm. what to do. I'm trying not to breathe. Sounds good to me. Uh, you guys see all of you are looking at this tisk that's right by uh, leaf. You are anointed, aren't you? It's drooling. There's like so much drool and it's like dripping. Will you play the game with us? I said I'm not playing games. It takes us another step towards it. Then I jump off and glide to the machine as, as I was waiting for it to do that. Don't they do that too? Oh God. I think that was an acrobatics check, yeah. Where do you end up? Uh, I want to land on that machine that has the tube attached to it. Uh, this this one right here. Okay. My that goal is to land on it and just the moment I can with my loaded blade slinger, fire into it. Okay, so you go ahead and land where you were going to land and I'll need everybody to roll for combat. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye. Everybody, they know we're here. We're <laughs> Well, you might not know. I don't. I did not betray you, by the way. I (laughs) told told them nothing. (laughs) Just no. Just looking at the machines that are attached to it that I could probably manipulate. Uh, wait. What do we do that again? We click on ourselves, right? Uh, that's right. right, Have you guys seen the combat and like in the encounter tab up here? Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. Thank you. Make sure to wait a moment before doing, uh, before going. Like, like wait, like a good three or four seconds before the next person does. Okay. Uh, 
I rolled like garbage. All right. At least I got to leap away first. (laughs) All right. So everybody is where you are for combat. Um, Let's let's take a quick little little look-see here. There's uh, several different actions you can take during your combat phase in Islis. Players only have a few actions you can take per turn, but you may choose from a larger pool of abilities and tactics that you can use uh, that include general use abilities as well as abilities unique to your specialties. Uh, During your turn, you can do either one major action and one minor action, three minor actions, or one full action. One or two reasonable free actions may also be done in a turn, irrelevant to how many other actions are taken. This is all stuff in the book you guys have. Um, You can find that uh, you can end up in a situation where you want to make certain skill checks, uh, that you can absolutely do during combat. Um, and attacking is just requires one 3d6 roll. In order to do damage, you must get a higher number than your opponent's defense with your attack attempt. Some of all three dice added to your total weapon skill uh, appropriate for that attack. The skills used for the attack attempts are weapons require two hands, weapons light require one hand, sorry, heavy weapons require two hands, light is one hand, and ranged. Uh, requires one or two hands, which has two zones of range, and might for unarmed attacks and grappling and throwing has one zone of range. I'm just running through these because it's been a very long time since we've done combat. Um, you guys feel pretty confident? Yeah. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> I feel really confident. Alrighty. So it looks like uh... It looks like, Grizz, your role is first. I have a strange question. That's right. So I have uh, skills, and I was wondering if they stack. Tell me what the skills are. Basically, I've got this guy here, which I just got, False Orders. Mm. But I've also got this guy, which is Mimic. Oh, so you want to know um, if you can mimic and give false orders? Yes. Okay. Hmm. I will say yes, but I'll need uh, I'll I'll use a persuasion roll for it because you're going to stack them. Okay. Does persuade that, tisk specifically, I assume. If that's who you're trying to persuade, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's going to be rough. Um. So. Trying to kind of diffuse the situation as best they can, Grizz uh, kind of scoots away from Pliers, like toward <laughs> where Leaf is, um, so that Pliers is still hidden and they don't kind of jeopardize uh, the cover that he has currently. Sure. Um, and kind of calls out in the voice of uh, that scientist from the party. Oh. Yeah, of, uh, oh my goodness, what is her name? I can't uh, remember her name, but Pippet was in love with her. That's right. Uh, yes. So smart. Oh my God. Yeah, t- Timberland Geist. Her name is Timberland yes. Geist. Dr. Geist. So I like, I think <laughs> of the- so smart. I think of, <laughs> I think it's like the, the, I put on my like Geist deal and I try to kind of throw my voice and project it so that it like kind of echoes. So they're not sure where it comes from. Okay. And I say, um, what are you doing with these humans? We're supposed to be working and making sure that our plans go through. 
And this is how you're wasting time playing games, I heard you say? Get back to work. <laughs> I try really hard. Um, okay. Okay, so I That's... only have a, t I have a 2d6 in this. Okay. So go pray ahead for and me, y'all. Go uh, ahead and do the persuasion. This gonna is be this, great either way it goes. Absolutely not the thing I expected was gonna happen here. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Yes! All right. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. What on earth? Two d six. Wait, you got a sixteen. It's, it's actually a fifteen because I have plus six, not plus seven. Fifteen. To so be honest, fifteen makes yes. it. Okay. Um, you see the the Tisk scientist that's closest to Pippet kind of look back in your direction. It's long head kind of elongates even further, and you 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 see it kind of testing the air, and its eyes kind of lolling back in its head a little bit, trying to like just discern where you're coming from. And it just makes a noise like <sighs> Do you have a minor action you'd like to do? Um I think I feel like if I move right now, it'll know where I am. Um So I don't think so. Okay. Uh the false order. If if that is what I was allowed to do just now, mm -hmm. I'll take one stress, but they have to reroll their turn order. Oh. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Alrighty. The turn order was good already. <laughs> it might be good, you guys. No, it was a one, I think. Oh, that one means of them? they go first. Oh, they both got a one, but uh but this Second one I'm gonna do might get a different thing. <gasps> Bruh. Yo! What you did was re-roll the tisk so that it's last, like further back than when it rolled a six. And now the tisk, both of the tisk are going after all of the humans are. <laughs> Phenomenal. That was <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Fantastic. Absolute respect. Well done. Go ahead and take your point of stress. Next up is pliers. Gosh, why me? Um, okay. I know this uh, map is on bands uh, when it comes to zones. Um, the disc in front of us is zone one, and I'm guessing the other one is zone two. Yeah, you guys are at an elevation. Uh, so zone one would be uh, right up against them within reaching distance. Zone two is about 10 meters away. And then zone three would be uh, further than that. So the tisk in front of you uh, here would be like mm -hmm. zone two. And then the tisk ah. on the other side of the room would be like zone three. Okay. How far up are we from the ground? Uh, you're a good 15 feet. Like, you could jump. It might oh. hurt. You could do, probably do it. Oh. I really want to get to one of these machines. Um. You could try to sneak there. Ha! Me sneak? <laughs> um. That's stop, right? Yeah, nah. Um. 
I'm terrified for Pippet. It's not really up against Pippet, though. Hmm. Okay. Um. How far can we move? I gotta remember this. Sorry, I played too many of these things. Um. You can move up the one zone. Is that is that the thing? Uh, that's right. Unless you have an ability, you can uh, you can use stride to move. There's, right. We could do it. There's a, uh, you can do movement ah. in combat too. There's a, uh, okay. let's see here. For your free, uh, not free actions, for your actions here. It's been a little while since I've done combat. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm getting systems in my head mixed yeah. up. As a, uh, as a minor action, you can move one zone, uh, but it does trigger an attack of opportunity if one is available. And as a major action, you can move two zones. Wait, I, oh, I that, say, oh, you mean if we're next to it? Mm-hmm, that's right. Oh, okay. So I would that... say that those those that machine I think you're trying to reach is, uh, yeah, I would say that's two zones away. It would take a major action to get there. Okay, that one right there? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, okay, well, this thing is connected. It looks like everything is connected with each other. Um, They all lead to the machine I'm standing on. Yeah, but this one's connected to a big old generator. Um... Goodness. But if I blow that over, it'll like blow leaf. Leaf might become leaps on a leaf. Um, well, I tell you what, I'm going to, my concern is Pippet. So I'm going to aim my new baby. I'm going to be like, fly, baby, fly. my, And I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot that Influvium, whatever the, where is it? It's my inventory. Uh, Fluvium Fling. Sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. That's a ranged <laughs> weapon. So go ahead and use and those two ranged weapons. But, uh, yeah. I got some special plier stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like what? Yeah. Like, um, surgical strike. Huh? You're dang right, baby. We're going in. And, um, this is going to add my biology bonus to my attacks as well. So, my attempt. All right. Is this a light weapon or a medium? I can't remember. It's a ranged weapon. A ranged. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and give it the business. All right, here we go. Um, I think I destroyed it. I don't know. 31. You, you managed to hit it. Yeah, you do manage to hit it. Uh, your dice were four, five, and four. And for ranged attack weapons? Was it successful? Uh, so the attack was successful. You did manage to oh, hit it. Wait, there's bleeding now. Uh, is, um, it, is it bleeding or is it cold? No. Uh, it's, well, it's whatever cold and bleeding. So now, on top of it, since I succeeded, I take the middle die, and that's bleeding. Yep. You also cause bleeding based on the middle or second lowest die. And I take a stress because that's like, you know, pretty big stuff. Okay. There it is. So in whatever affects the fluvium um, it has, which I can read it. Uh, cold damage. Strong cold damage. Mm, okay. Good. So you, for a ranged weapon, you take the middle die, is that right? Or lowest die? They're both the same in this context, either way. Yeah, we'll just use a. We'll take four damage to uh, to the to the tisk scientist. 
you get through its armor, you reach back and, and click the the, the the tiny effluvium cord. You see a spray of vapor as it shoots out towards the tisk and beans it right in the chest. So how does this work? It takes cold damage and bleeding. That's right. And bleed. So it takes four bleed. Is that persistent? It continues to cause the same damage next turn, but reduced by two and stops on either reaching zero or from a successful first aid attempt. So uh, it'll it'll continue taking uh, it'll continue taking bleed damage on its next That's turn. That's incredible. So how much damage total? It takes frost damage. I mean, uh, four, four cold, cold four damage. bleed. So uh, eight total. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I still haven't. Wait, I don't know if that was a that, that has to be a major action. Like, come that on, was a major, yeah. Yeah. Is that all I can do? You you could take a minor action as well. Minor action, I can I can run one zone. Yeah. I think um, re, is reloading a major. I think unless you have a part uh, feet feet uh, ability. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna stay right here. Um, yeah, do I, do, if I need to reload, I'll reload another tank. Or could another yeah, reloading is a minor action for this particular weapon. Okay. Yep. Oh, I'll that's reload. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm hiding. I just was like, oh, God, and then I just went back down. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, the thing screams and... At- <laughs> Next up is... How did it get the work again? <laughs> <laughs> You are super Pip mute. It. There you go. <laughs> Pippet is, and I was saying Chelsea things and not Pippet stuff. I had to, had to curse behind the scenes. Pippet, watching all of this go down, he tries to, because Pippet doesn't want to get closer. Pippet wants to use the sling. Now, it's very new to Pippet. So, range how is a ranged weapon? Yes. So, okay. So, I'll have to use my ranged roll. And then roll damage, see if I hit. And then once Pippet does that, she wants to take cover here, no matter that the result, no matter what the result is. If she can move and take some cover here, that would be excellent. So I am going to roll. All right, here we go. Da 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 da. Big money. Oh. Oh. Well, it was something. It was my first. It was a warm-up hit. Um, this, so, is the, this is the same weapon that Pliers was using. Is that right? Yes. Yes. You go. To, I believe so. You go to load it back across your arm the way that you think Pliers did uh, when when you know you were shown how to use it. But something is like stuck inside of it. Uh, something snaps. Something. Oh, something snaps a little bit. Um, <laughs> it doesn't break. You don't think. Yes. But it is a little bit. Jammed? Um, oh Lord! You can still. And I'll back off. You can yeah. Still she try has to it use in backwards. It, but it is back. Yeah, it's backwards. <laughs> Basically, I'll I'll look I'll look back at the tisk because clearly it's distracted, and I'll get behind cover. Sure. Right here, and that's what I'll do with my turn. Okay. Yeah, you you do that easily. Next up is uh, leaf. Okay, well, as I said, I wasn't bluffing to this thing that may have thought I wanted to play games, so I uh, I have that wonderful little 
uh, what was it called again? Uh, the blade bandy. Mm-hmm. And I, is it like a pullback, almost like a slingshot, or more like a hand crossbow? You, How does it look? You really kind of cock it, like a sort of like a crossbow. It, 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 it there's a, um, there's like a latch on the side of it that flings a blade forward. Um, yeah. So it's not, you don't pull it back the same way you'd pull a crossbow. We just sort of cock it along the side of your arm. But as you're, as you're over here, you're realizing that this is, uh, this is like not a stable thing that you're standing on. Ah. Uh. In fact, it's, uh, it's swinging open. What, what do you mean by that? And the thing, the, the thing you're standing on is a door. You're up on top of this, uh, this conveyance. And this part of it has swung open. There's an interior. Oh. Swung open like something's coming out or just an automatic just door? when you stepped on it, it's just the weight from you stepping on it was enough to push it open a little bit. Oh. Because you're standing on top of it, is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's correct. Does this tube here, uh, just in a cursory glance, does... Does the tube go into the door like like it's fed in as like a fuel line, or is it attached to the door? It goes inside, into ah. the uh, conveyance. Oh, that changes some of my ideas. I thought this was a machine, which this does change things. Uh, okay. All right. Well then, uh... What I'll do, since I'm here, and I can do two things, a major and a minor, I'm going to, uh, I think, is, is the, the disc that was next to me in range? Uh, everything is in range for you. Uh, it's For ranged weapons. It's, it's within, yeah, within ranged weapon. Perfect. I'm going to shoot at it, and then hop down and go in the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Go ahead and uh, make me a ranged weapon check. All righty. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, dog. That's a sixteen, dude. Ooh, just barely. Oh, yeah, just barely. What's uh, what weapon do you use? Uh, this is the blade uh, bandy. Okay, sure. Uh, it Fire looks like one of the blades at it. Is ranged weapon to hit? Did we figure out if ranged weapon is uh, lowest dice or middle dice? Yes, I believe it is. Meet. That is uh, middle and lowest. Middle and lowest together, or just middle or lowest? Middle and lowest. Oh, oh, no, she just said middle and lowest. I, I'm pretty sure it's middle. Okay. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and uh, fling this blade bandage. It's, uh, it makes a, like a whining sound, like, and you shoot out this blade from the side of your arm. It flings forward, something snaps real hard into place and it uh, launches itself. It seems to glide uh, quite quickly across the... right into one of the... uh, like the side of this tisk. Who, who again, is just... It's... uh, Does the blade bandy cause any secondary effect? Uh, You didn't... Oh, let me double check. I don't... Think you actually? You know, you didn't even list the uh, the info on it. I, you just said oh, it, sorry, it fires sorry. blades. It's, yeah, it's in the uh, it's in the uh, document. Hang on. Oh, there it is. Uh, oh, it specializes in throwing three small blades. Oh no! In 
In, I think that's a typo. <laughs> it specializes in throwing small blades. It's a sling specialized in three throwing small blades. <laughs> I was maybe hoping it'd throw three of them at once and then it'd be like 12 damage instead of four. Uh, yeah, it, um, yeah, yeah, you, it just you says managed, it throws blades. Yeah, you managed to get, uh, you managed to get a shot off at this thing and it, it, it actually hits, it connects and you see the blade just like sink into the, the matted fur on the side of this this tisk which just roars and takes uh, four points of damage. And then Great. you use your remaining action to just make your way Pop inside. down and go inside. <laughs> okay. So I don't know how you want me to symbolize that. I could just be like, boom. Yeah. Okay. I'm in there. You can tell me later what to see. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you right now what you see. Lovely. Um, once you go inside this conveyance, uh, it's very dark in here, but uh, you still have that torch from before. And and obscurity, or blindsight. Oh, and blindsight, that's right. Inside this room, uh, it's hot inside. It's very, very warm. And in the center of this room, there's a, a massive... A glass piston. It's enormous. And inside this piston, connected to tubes and wires and just just accoutrement of this this place, you can see running along the sides and the ceilings of the walls, right? All of the, everything around here is just tubes and they all sort of begin to feed into this glass piston. And inside the piston, uh, you see some fluid? It's dark, difficult to tell what color it is, but the piston is connected with a, a, a massive uh, duct that goes from the piston into the forward wall. There's a lever there and a door. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, the TISC scientist closest to Pippet Geist! Geist, where are you? I don't smell you. You can hear it moving around the corner to where it saw you from before, Pippet. It takes its actions here. Uh. <laughs> I thought that was the tisk. <laughs> uh, it sees you a bit here and enraged with blood kind of pouring down the front of its chest. You can see like the crystallized fluid of the effluvium kind of burning into this, this brand on its chest. His chest kind of heaving. <laughs> it uses its massive talons to uh, to reach out to you and hold you. This is an okay. unarmed might attack. Its might is 3d6 plus 8. 3d6 
plus eight. So this is a force. Oh, chop. So that's a 19. Uh, you have to tell me what your defense is. And if this is higher than your defense, then it succeeds. Okay, so it's definitely higher because even with my two armor pieces, I believe I'd be at a 16. So. Okay. It hits. It hits. The thing reaches out towards you. It's long claws, just like lightning out in front of you and grips around your torso. It's not sinking into your flesh yet. It's just holding you the way that someone might hold a doll. It's got you and you are grappled now. But with this action, as you get closer, as the tisk brings you closer to its face, it snarls in anger and hatred spilling forth from its frothy mouth. You feel it, the muscles begin to tense and it shucks you. Ah. It flings you backwards into the the uh, storage units up here. This is this, uh, this storage crates over the table. Your legs and feet kind of in the air flying for a moment before your back hits the, the, just the very back of this thing. Ah, great. Oh. Ha. Oh. And yeah, that's what happens. My back does hurt. Yeah, you, um, you take damage per zone. You've moved one zone. Uh, you will take one d six plus six. No, sorry, one d six of damage, and you will lose one armor. Goodbye. Do I do I roll that? Yeah, you go ahead and roll me one d six. Oh, I'm gonna I make, thought I'm gonna make you roll it now. I'm so used <laughs> to the DM just taking that. I was like, man, I'm. I'm waiting for this. Okay, so roll a one. You said one d six plus. Yeah, roll a one d six and you lose one armor. Got you. Okay. Owen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. That's five damage. It's okay. That's okay. I'll be all right. Oh, Pip, it'll be okay. All the wind is like knocked out of your all of your chest. Yeah. You crash to the ground. Some like boxes and papers are like falling falling down. Yeah. Uh, it's your thing here. So. How much health do you have left? I'm at six. Ooh. Okay. Uh, just took one little little bit of stress from that. Well, good. It's <laughs> a little stressful. It uh, better be. <laughs> the other tisk, the one that was on the uh, the platform. Uh, it sees that you've been incapacitated here slightly, and moves itself down to meet you. This tisk can see that you're injured and something takes hold of it. You can see the hairs on the back of its neck beginning to stand up. Those of you who are still on the catwalk, you can see it kind of arching its back and just slobbering uh, profusely. This tisk will conduct a uh, another another hold. It will grapple you. 
it reaches out its hands, its long, clawed hands, and makes a unarmed, yeah, let's see here, 3, 6 plus 8, 6 plus 8, this has to beat your defense, which is now a little bit lower, 16, what is your defense? 14. Oh no! It would have been 16! The, uh, the tisk heals you off the floor and holds you in its long, slender fingers wrapped around your body, your torso. You're heaved into the air, your feet dangling off the ground, and it looks you in the eyes and says, You should have played the game, little human. <laughs> I don't play games. It gingerly reaches up and peels the other bit of armor that was still on your body, just peels it off with an action called Doff. Oh. Doff. And that's its turn. It just has you in its, in its clutches. Oh, Doff. Got it. My armor! Oh no! <laughs> Next up is Grizz. Grizz is watching in horror. Um, they know that this is like their moment. If, they, if they're going to do anything cool at all, uh, they know they can't try to double up like the last time. So I think, so attacking is a major action. Um, attacking is a major action, yeah. And I can do one major action and one minor action? That's right. Okay. So from Grizz's hidey spot, since no one has spotted them yet, uh, I take out my action bolt and uh, I load, um, like, the, the incendiary bolt is already in there. Okay. That, um, that Leaf gave me. And I point it directly at the one that's about to probably chow down on Pippet. Okay. Um, I don't want to, like, call a shot, but I'm trying to get, like, the upper half of the body so it hopefully, like, you gets only, in the space. You would only be able to get the upper half of the body because it's, it's, cool. it's beyond, like, a little table and there's, like, a... Got it. Okay. Like storage thing in a way. I have a question. Because I'm using an incendiary bolt and it has been blasted with effluvium, Mm -hmm. is that flammable, that liquid? That's not the one that was blasted. Oh, I thought they were both blasted. Okay. Just one of them. It's fine. Um, That's the one that's the immediate need. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to point at it and I'm going to just very silently fire. I know it'll give away where I am, but yeah. it's worth it to try to save my companion. Okay, go ahead and make me the roll. Twelve. Are you yeah. kidding? You, Twelve. Uh, that's that's a terrible roll. You uh you managed to 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 bring that thing back, and uh, it loads perfectly. You fire it perfectly, but even perfect, the ammunition just doesn't 
connect. It it hits the tisk, sure, but it just seems to bounce off the spine of this thing, like a like you might try to shoot a hog. Like it just, it's like its skin is like too strong to be penetrated this way. So uh, it merely looks back at you and snarls and continues uh, menacingly holding Pippet. Its teeth like yellow and dripping. So then for my minor action, how far away am I from the place where we came in? Pretty close. You're right by it. So I go back there and I open that door. You, well, you came through the door to get in here. Right, but I want to open it so that whatever creature was following us can come through. Like, I know we shut it behind ourselves oh, okay. so that we would hide yeah, from so that just, other creature. You just go back and open the door. Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, if I'm allowed wait, to say something... <laughs> if I'm allowed to, like, also, I don't know if that's, like, too many actions, but if I'm allowed wait, to say wait, something, wait. What? I call to it. Go for it. Yeah, it's a, calling to something is a free action. You can do that. I don't know which of you is in this corridor, the Tausha or the, the Lassertion, but there are Tisk in here. They're operating on creatures. They're brokering a peace with humans. Doesn't that sound like heresy? You should probably do something about it. And then I like try to flatten myself against like <laughs> the side of the door. Like the door is here and I'm like eh. <laughs> fading it. into the bushes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't see anything. That's they me. Definitely <laughs> saw you. <laughs> awesome. Okay, very good. So that's uh that's your turn, right? Okay. Next up is pliers. What do you do? Yeah, I didn't want to have to worry about my backside. I was doing fine just with the front. I'm looking at Grizz like they're crazy. I'm like what? <laughs> anyway, so I'll I'll uh, I'll just um, wait a minute. This one has uh, Pippin in their arms or their hands or whatever those things are. Claws. Mm-hmm. That's right. Great. <sighs> All right. Hands, arms, claws. <laughs> yeah, hand on palm things. I'm gonna load this bad boy back and I'm gonna fling it over and hopefully don't hit Pippi. If I do, hey, these would be better than getting eaten. Right. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. It's gonna cause me another stress. Okay. Mm. Surgical, surgical strike. All right. Uh, All right. 3d6 plus 10 plus eight. 26. Yeah, all right, sure. Yeah, it, uh, ab- <laughs> it absolutely hits. It absolutely does, but I have some bad news for you. Uh, the middle dice here is just a one. Well, so you, it bleeds. You do manage. You do manage to pull the pull the, 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 the device back. It cocks itself. You load a, 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 a thing of effluvium. It's, there's, there's like the mist, the freezing mist of it is chilling your arms. Your hair stands on end for a second and you fire it. And it arcs through the air with this vapor behind it. It smacks the tisk uh, in the side of the head and it just... You can see it kind of trying to crack its neck a little bit. Um but it does very little damage. It is the same, is this the same one that you got from before? It's a different one. 
Oh right, this is the uh, this is the different one. I get it. You're getting the one with uh, from Pippin. Yeah, okay, I want to I want to make a drop Pippin. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh. Yeah, it didn't make sense for me to hit the same one because it's already suffering from the bleed. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, Spread the love. I'll tell you what. I'll allow this to have momentarily distracted the tisk enough since you got it, which is no small feat. It doesn't drop Pippet, but it loosens its grip substantially, and I'll give you a bonus Pippet if you on your escape grapple attempt. Um, this just takes one damage uh, plus another two from the bleeding from before, and uh, another one. No, no, no! Wait, oh, wait! Yeah, that's a brand new one, so that one gets oh, one right, right, bleed. Right. One bleed and. Uh, and one damage from... Yep. So it gets two damage. Nice. Two damage, and that one in front of us has four bleed, four damage, and I guess... I don't know when the bleed ticks after his turn, before his turn. I don't know. On its anyway. turn. Beginning of its Okay. Um, I got a minor action. I'm I'm getting the heck out of here. You know, Grizz just compromised us. I'm out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on my cast for this moment. I, I'm, I want to go um, away. I'm um, going somewhere over here. Wherever I can go, how far I can go, I can go one zone. I think you said so. I'm out. All right. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you make it about that far. Uh, there's a machine. There's a, a machine to your right. Uh, oh, it's. Oh, they're all connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a machine to your right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go wherever the, wherever it looks like I can mess mess with it the most. It doesn't appear to be on. Next up is Pippin. Pippin, this, so. this, this is the second time your character's been grappled. Is that right? Yeah, this happens a lot. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm assuming, and I just want to refresh her on grapple rules. I know it can be punishing, especially when you're trying to attack. Uh-huh. But I'm curious here with Isless, what kind of restrictions does grappling play on me other than it's harder to break the grapple? Um, so your character cannot move and may only make one minor action and one escape grapple attempt per turn until escaped and no longer grappled. Uh, your defense okay. is reduced to armor bonus only, which you have none. And uh, you, in order to escape a grapple, your escape grapple attempt requires might, acrobatics, or chicanery uh, versus the might. Of Got the it. But since you, since you have a, you have a little bit of help from players. Yeah, that's wonderful. From, yeah, from players. So I'll give so you an extra a minor, dice. a minor action and an escape attempt, or just either or. Uh, and you can make one and, minor excellent. action and one escape grapple. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to escape with my might. And we're going to see how that works. And the additional die, what is, what, what's my, what's so my bonus? So you have to roll a might, acrobatics, or chicanery, whatever one is higher for you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to roll a, a might. You get a plus uh, dice for that. Got it. Okay. Oh, okay. So add on another dice for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's The do might it. for this particular tisk is uh here it's 3d6 plus 8. So roll 3d6 
plus eight. What do we get? You'll have to beat a 20. Cool, child. All right, let's see if we do it. <gasps> oh, oh, no! What? Oh. So, it was, oh. Man, I should have waited. I should have oh. gave it time to breathe. I try, so I try to break out of it, and it's, it, it should, hey, I mean, if it's holding me, I feel like that was kind of close. So it might be like, whoa, what? This human is a little, uh, a little strong. But with my minor action, I wonder if I can do this. I don't know if that's a minor action. Let me find out first, because if I can't, it is. So I'm going to, um, if this is possible, if we can somehow role play this, I'd like to uh, crack my blade onto my cult poison to apply it with Bane Blade, because that is a minor action. I do take mm. one stress. Okay. You wanna you wanna try to apply apply it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll allow it. Go for it. Thank you. You're All right, I'll take my stress. Struggling. You're struggling. Your hands are like trying to reach your pockets, but you're like already kind of like tightened by the by the by the disc. So it's difficult for you to like find your way in your pockets, but you do manage. You find the the, the vial, and you do manage to crack it over your nice over your your weapon. Yeah, I do it real like it looks like I'm struggling, but I'm in my pocket and I pull it out and I just squeeze it to my blade. Sure. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, next up is Leaf. Now, Leaf, you are inside of this this conveyance. Uh, you're in. You're inside. Um, yes, I am. The things that are here are, again, there's a piston in the center of the room, uh, lots of cables across the wall, and one big duct that goes from the piston it, towards the forward wall. And there's a door, and there's a latch, or a, um, a switch, big switch, mechanical, not like the biological switches from before. And uh, there's a sign in in Is. Uh, is that... Is that uh the lever, the switch near the door, or near the piston. Near the door, but it's right next to a, a like a the duct as it goes into the wall. Mm. <sighs> I yell out, <laughs> like kind of just aiming my voice toward the door. I'm going to try to do something to this. It might be our best shot. If it fails, it was nice knowing you all. <laughs> and I pull the switch. <laughs> As you say that, you, uh, you're struck by an unfamiliar sensation. You're in kind of an enclosed metallic structure, but your voice isn't really resonating in here. There's no echo. Uh, in fact, it sounds padded almost. And oh. there's no ringing in your ears that you expected to hear like it's some, some, you know, some echo, but there's none. You pull it that lever... And uh, suddenly, you hear the machine kick on, and every so often, uh, there's a from the piston in front of you. It appears to be drawing fluid into it and pushing fluid out like a valve. You can see the duct that goes into the wall is like moving, bulging. 
and the door makes a ch- Oh, I hope they heard me. Oh, I hope they heard me. Uh, I run to the forward. Yeah, you open the door. When you walk into this door, you are presented with a s- smell. It's hot in here, and it smells like just old coagulated blood. And as you walk further into this compartment, it's dark. And as you look on the ground and the walls and the ceiling, it all looks the same. Everything is covered in this this slick, wet, just messy looking substance. But you can see movement. Movement happening in unison across the entirety of the device. And it appears that this whole room is moving along in time with the pump outside. But when you walk forward, something slips out from under your foot. You look down and see the substance is human organs, hearts, faces. You see the face below your feet of Inspector Melody wordlessly looking up towards you in agony and the heart next to her face beating in time with the device. Outside of time, outside of any kind of sense or semblance of reality, you begin to feel more than you see this sound reverberating from deep inside your core and you're struck with a sensation that your heart is beating in time with the machine. Next up is the Tisk scientist. Uh, the one that's holding Pippet. Uh, the one that's holding Pippet is just just a messy messy tisk. He's bleeding. He's got like a he's starting to get like bruising on the side of his head, and he's just got you loosely, almost like an afterthought. Um, but he looks back up towards you, rage in his like one good eye, and uh, th- <laughs> throws you. <laughs> throws you again, uh, Pivot. Just like a, like a doll. <laughs> with, uh, with the, the, the same move that the other one did before. Since you're already grappled, uh, it uses Chuck. The Tisk, uh, throws you a zone of distance and tosses you out there into, yeah, as you, you skid across the floor, out, uh, out towards here. All right. So this is another 1d6. This is another 1d6. Good luck. Plus six. <sighs> oh, never mind. Do a bad well, job. well, well, so this happens. Mm-hmm. See what we get. Okay. Oh, eight. So, eight. 
I do not go unconscious. Fantastic. Oh, gosh. Incredible. <sighs> so I'm just going to start counting down from here. And the reason why I do not go unconscious is because of my durable skill. And I will share that here in the chat. Fantastic. <sighs> and even when my wow. health hits zero, nice. I don't go unconscious. Rub some dirt on it. And I'll rub some dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> she got that from the guys, the country guys. Oh. Fantastic. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah so I'm will. laying there. I'm hurt, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not down just yet. Wow. All right. Good. The tisk, uh, like rears back down onto all fours and climbs over in like this weird sort of undulating kind of wave of tisk and fur and blood and robes, blue robes, just kind of crawls its way like a snake over the furniture back towards you and leans over you, drooling. Ah, human! I die, human. And I'm just staring and I'm coughing, but I'm glaring them in their eyes. And I said, and I'll just say, you should have believed me. Stop playing with your food, brother. Eat it. The next tisk, uh, unconcerned, looks back up onto the catwalk from where the shots were heard before. Can it please take damage? Thanks. It reaches up with its arms and in one swift motion lands itself up here, right in front of you, Grizz. It leans its entire body over you, looming over you. And you can see the, 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 just the, the, the brand is so awful. It's like scarred and its eyes are just wild with hatred. And it takes a deep breath and it begins to open its mouth. And then a portion of its head is missing. The left side of its head is just gone. A moment later, you're showered in fluid. And the tisk doesn't even notice for a moment. Until a look of confusion comes across the remaining eye. Before the rest of its head and a shoulder is gone. You see a rising trail of blood begin lifting into the air. Dripping, a line forms. And for the briefest of moments, you see rows and rows and rows of teeth. A predator and its natural prey.
Chris, it's your turn. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think... I think Grizz is, is is terrified and wants to get out of the way. Yeah. But is also kind of paralyzed and like also pliers is there and they're worried that if they move, that'll be it. Can I can I like can I dash and take pliers with me? Yeah, um, I'm out. You, I'm already out of there. You pliers. Oh, you are. Yeah, pliers is gone. Okay, so then I I, I hop down. Like I, I run to the other side of the catwalk where this one came from and then try to like hop down if I can. Yeah, uh, so you hop down the, the catwalk? Yeah, 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 I use dash uh, as my minor action um, and I, I try just try to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, you hop down. Uh, it's difficult, it hurts a little bit, um, but you don't take any damage. Uh, you're just a little, your feet are a little sore. Ow. Like when you jump from some places too high, and you stumble a bit, but you get back up, and you, where do you move to? I'm gonna move to where Pliers is. I think I'm gonna go, go that way. Pliers. Yeah. You look back. Probably a little bit more inward. You're running, and you look back over your shoulder, and you see something almost instantaneously has shot out from the darkness from back past that portal, and impales the air, and the air is just like stuck with this javelin-like device. And you just hear a massive (laughs) blood begins pouring from this wound in the middle of seemingly nothing. You see flashes, sparks of some kind, um, just massive, massive creature in front of you is is giving off some shimmering Type of of, uh, of of essence in front of you, some miasma it seems. For briefly, you might think you catch a glimpse of long, horrible limbs, tails, a long neck, a head full of teeth, full of teeth, and then nothing. Just a hanging, suspended in midair, a javelin. Before. Legs, long legs, many, many legs begin reaching their way through the doorway. Yeah, I think I grab pliers and move him behind something like Jurassic Park style, like behind the sure. <laughs> thing so that no one can see us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Ansel in the Tausha Kassad. Or in the uh, inside the Altus Uh Who's next? I believe that's me. Okay, Flyers, what do you do? Well, range weapons can you know, can go as far as they want, right? You said. Uh, in within the like the boundary of this place, yeah, yeah you have to be able to, you have to be able to see target. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna be like. What the hell? And I'm gonna just run and action style slow mo without my cane flipping with hunger. With the zoom on the goggles. And I'm gonna aim for the side of the neck of Pippin with field medic. Oh, God. (laughs) 
putting Pivot out of her misery. <laughs> yeah, we're no down. prisoners. <laughs> no one's gonna kick you out but me. Your friend should be the last one. No, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, medic. All right. Okay. Sin. Well, um, question. Yeah. This. This is not. Let me look. I have the sheet open. One mm. sec. Oh no. Yep. It is. Oh, there it is. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, first aid is a major action. Is that what you're looking for? No, no, no. I, I don't know. I was, I was trying to see how what would count as uh, an attack or not. Was not. Thank goodness. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll then. Okay. This weapon is. Wait, what uh, do I roll? This weapon is called a dart dasher. It's a ranged weapon. Uh, it can fire two zones. Can the darts inside of it are uh, uh, just like a healing concoction. An elixir. Uh, uh, uh. I'm trying to figure out what I roll. Is it biology or? Uh, it's, it's 3d6. Oh, it's just it's just a 3d6 period. Yeah, you roll 3d6. Oh, okay. It's a weapon. You're shooting your companion with a weapon. It's yeah. the same the same thing as you would do when you shoot like an enemy, but it's you're shooting a companion instead. Well, I mean, okay. Let me. How does this work? So if I shoot it and hit, it just takes one of the die the the middle die like normal. Uh, if you shoot and hit, then Pippet will roll a 1d6 to heal. Because if it's a weapon attack, what if I put a surgical strike on it, add more die to it? No, uh, since you'll bleed to death. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, It'll just punch a hole That's right a, through Pippet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Orbital strike of healing. That's a nine. Okay, yeah. I mean, Pippet doesn't have any defense right now, so. Uh, I'm hit, on the ground. Yeah, it roll automa- automatically hits. Yeah. Come on, Pippet, you've been rolling nice. Yeah, go ahead and roll the damage. Roll one D6 roll for healing. You, don't, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. One All right, D6. here we go. 1d6. 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 Woo! That's two healing. That's better than nothing. Better than nothing, that's right. That's good. Wow. All right. So is it my turn? <laughs> now I got to do a, a minor action now. Okay. Keep on fluffing and rolling. I'm going to get to this machine right now. You hear the creature up on the, the catwalk uh, just indiscriminately. Hang in there. I say that silently under my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I hear it. Yeah, I'm gonna stay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay by this machine and hide behind it. Is, yeah. Okay. You said this is not on, correct? It's not on currently. Uh, actually, no. Uh, something has changed. I'm sorry. The state of the of the entire apparatus has changed. You can see now the tanks have begun to light up. There's oh, no. uh, there's some movement happening with bellows in front of it. Uh, the gears have begun working, and the machine that you're standing in front of right now. Uh, is beginning to spin. There's a, um, it's like a, a, a wheel Wait, inside of it turn that's it beginning on? to spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that going to send that thing off these rails? Oh, no. We wanted to blow it up, not send it. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess I'll have to figure it out on my next turn. All right. I'm done. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up is Pippet. Pippet, you're on the ground. From the ground. <sighs> I'm wondering if I have to get up to do uh, certain actions. Is that... 
could I attack from here is my question. Uh, let's see, you're prone. So prone, cannot move, only crawl without standing. First, all major actions cause an additional one stress and defense is reduced to armor only, that's fine. So I'll say, yeah, you can take my major action to attack, but it will cause you a stress. I'm already taking stress by being alive. So um, <laughs> I'm taking stress from being here. <laughs> I'm going to add that on and I'm going to try to just take my glaive because I'm assuming it's it had to have. It's not its turn yet, but it's going to be distracted yeah. by that thing. Yeah. And with the boost that Pliers just gave me, it's my last stand. Okay. I. I want to take my glaive and just strike into it with the poison that we applied. Okay. And see if that'll hit. Let's try it. Go ahead. All right, let's do this. I pick up my glaive. Not a two, a three, Chelsea. There we go. 17 does hit. Yeah, you managed to hit it. It oh. leans, it's leaning forward because it's right about to eat your face, and you manage. Of course it is. And you manage okay. just barely to slice it. What did you get here? I'll be you real. A, I'll be real. I forgot weapon, how to roll right? damage. Yeah, this is a heavy weapon. Uh, could you could you remind me how to roll damage for this item? Uh, I will. Yeah, heavy weapons uh, take the highest die. That's a six. Awesome. Yes, that is a six. Ooh, on top of the we did a six, two, and a one. Yeah, that's uh, that's outstanding. Well, and it has that stuff on it, right? I do not recall what cult poison does, but it's poison, so I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get like goopy. It's uh, yes. Yeah, hang on, let me cool. see here. Vitriol. There yeah, it go. takes a three d six plus two versus endurance so i won't even make the check since it's you're so close go ahead and uh make a i'll do the, the damage for it thank you roll thank you for taking six. the roll for me <laughs> of, oh three oh my god a three d six i've been saving it two you know like the venom we use the middle die that's uh that's a five Nice. Yeah. As you, uh, as you, as you plunge your glaive into the neck of this this creature, you can see the searing, bubbling, just uh, venom, vitriol beginning to to bubble around its neck, and it's gurgling now, and the blood is like dripping out of its long, elongated snout, and its face is so close, and you can smell the vile, like putrid stench of dead, rotting flesh inside of it. The blood mixed with vitriol is pouring out of its mouth, and it lays finally to rest uh, on top of you. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, wait, no! No! But it falls, it falls onto my body, mm. and I'm just kind of sitting there breathing. <sighs> and I, I, I'm shell-shocked a bit. Mm-hmm. I look around and I think I can only hold on for one more round, but I'm stuck here. (laughs) But I just kind of it's like I just won. I just won that small battle and I'm just like, (sighs) you have the condition stuck now. Yep. And uh, next up is Leaf. Leaf, you are inside the conveyance and you're hearing a lot of 
you're hearing a lot of stuff from inside of your body. You're, you're hearing the, the sounds of the device in unison. Your, the, your heart is pumping along in time with yeah. the device. Yeah. What uh, what do I see outside of you know the nightmares surrounding me? You can see uh, you can see the duct, and it's leading out of the wall into a small circular, like a globe almost. It appears to be the same uh, type of material, the same kind of uh, same kind of uh, material as what the box was made of. The uh, the box that Twill gave me. Yeah. the globe and the duct leads right into it and from this podium that it's situated on in the center of the room lots of cables are running out towards all of the individual faces and hearts that you see beating along in time yeah any any switches any sorts of things outside of that or is it just that globe and duct the globe and and the duct yeah so I'm gonna give you the like this thing's on tracks. It looks like some sort of a conveyance, a vehicle of some kind, and there's nightmares. And the call thing was to embarrass the heck out of the cassat, yeah. And so Leaf's mind here is, if I can get this thing going and get it to continue going and never stop, it's gonna hit something. Yeah. And it'll put everything in here out of misery and make a big mess. With yourself inside? I'll try to get out. Okay. But there's uh, there's no other real good way. You reach and you reach to the podium and you see uh just a, a several like discs along the outside of it. This this spherical piece of metal. When your hand gets closer to it, it begins to glow. The sounds that you're hearing, you're idly aware that you're the one making some of them. You're screaming here, too. And you place your hand on top of the sphere and twist. You feel a lurch as the device begins to move forward. What do you do? If the device is moving and this thing initiated it, that's when I I break this device as best I can, so it can't be undone. Make me an attack roll. Okay. Uh, I had my blade uh, my blade uh, weapon out or the the blade bandy. So I think I'm gonna uh, minor reaction. Or it's a minor action for me to reload it uh, as a hound. Sure. So I'm gonna reload it and basically just. Press it right up to it and fire. Okay. Go ahead. And that is... A 15. Wow, all right, yeah. You lean in and and fire this weapon. It immediately cracks the, the underside of the podium where the thing was being held. The sphere appears to be completely fine, but the podium is now broken, and spewing black fluid is erupting from this podium like you've struck oil in some awful nightmare. Now what? Well, now, uh, if it keeps moving, I'm going to look. 
There is there a, like a, a view screen or a window or anything here, or is it all just enclosed entirely? Enclosed entirely, and as far oh. as you can tell, it goes on forever. Dang it. Okay, well, I'm gonna try to run back to that door and see if I can pry it open or something. I'm gonna take my pickaxe out, and door, that's my next step. The door's open. Uh, you don't even have to open it. You oh, run. I thought you said the back door closed behind me. No. Oh, yeah, then I jumped the heck out of that. <laughs> yeah, you managed. You're running, and you're running, and you're, you're feeling uh, you're feeling slightly more and more normal as you make your way further out of the, the forward compartment. You see a glint of light beckoning you out to the outside, but everything is moving. You're feeling uh, disoriented, and you jump out of the front compartment. You land about here, and there's an explosion. And then suddenly, um, nothing. <laughs> you hear just a high-pitched And as you look up, you feel wind across your face. You feel some kind of debris in your lungs. And you feel uh, a kind of uh, dust across your whole body. You look around and everything is uh, black and wet. And now... Uh, just a light. <laughs> like everything is, is is becoming brighter and brighter. The rest of you ha- are all prone, and as you look around, you all feel the same sensation of wind. There's no more ceiling, and the wall has been decimated. Uh, I'll need everyone to take two points of stress. But Leaf, you're looking up, and you see an outline, a black, long outline, looming, getting closer and lower and closer still. It is the devotion. And it is lowering climbing device. stand up, shake off some of the debris, you're disoriented, and now what? Oh, I look around to see if my companions are alive there, anything. Yeah, where are you guys? Grizz, where are you? I'm still, like, to the to the left of where Pliers uh, was near that machine, um, but I think, like, as I start to kind of rouse, um, I take a look around to see where everybody is, and if I see, like, Leaf standing up looking around, I just run to him. Sure. That's where he is. Um, I'm running and, 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 and running towards Pivot, see if he's still alive, and I'm gonna shoot him in the neck again. Same spot. Pippet. Pippet is Pippet's sitting up. Whatever debris is around her, she's ignoring it. It's this tisk is still on me, but I'm uh, doing I'm doing some last minute, some yeah. hasty, some hasty uh, first aid on myself. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the dust is settling. Like, wriggle out from under it. Barely. Yeah, there you go. That's a fat one. Well, <laughs> Come on. 
I stand up and I hobble. We, we, we survived. The climbing, the climbing device has lowered itself into the center of the room. Like a ladder, there's a basket. I grab onto it and have a handout for whoever takes it. I take that hand and I'll flop in. I'm gonna pop the vial open of the last bit of uh, leaf blood I got and I'm gonna put it on like it's cologne. I drink my cordial like it's my last drink on earth. (laughs) That way they think I'm anointed and they treat me like a king. (laughs) Yeah, Grizz gets in last after everybody else is situated. Okay. Once, like, where the heck is the big thing that once, once everybody is in the basket, you guys are being raised up. Uh, Grizz, you look over the side of the basket and you see on the catwalk, uh, you see the the carapace of the, the Altless Cassant is on its back and just parts of it are getting just, just disappearing. Like huge chunks of it are get, like just getting, just, just getting, uh, getting gone. <laughs> It's like moving around violently, but uh, but it is being eaten. I, I, I think I think I blew it up real good. You did. The recession is still alive, but I I, I wager that's no longer our problem. Leave it. Um, it was awesome. I want to get to know it. We can send it a card. Maybe I can add it to my brochure. And I'm in the midst of trying to whip out my my contract, and then I drop it. <laughs> it flutters away into the debris. Like opening up. <laughs> You're being lifted now at a, a rapid, rapid pace. Uh, you see before you just this massive smoking hole in the side of the effluvium works. You see below you uh, crowds of uh, of Kassat are now streaming up through the doors leading. Uh, out of the effluvium works, and they're roaming the streets in broad daylight now, um, swarming the effluvium works. Um, but you're lifted further and further, point where the mist overtakes your vision, and away you guys end up going. There's gonna... wind. There's wind. It's getting colder, and it's a little darker, but your basket is raised, and Away you go into the clouds of Islas beneath the devotion. <sighs> well done, you guys. God, thank you. Well we have done, to find another job. <laughs> I think we're out of a job, Chris. Oh my god. Congratulations. You guys yeah. definitely yeah. killed it. Yes. You stabbed it. I had help. But yeah, I did stab it. You stabbed that. You did. You did a lot to that. (laughs) I can't believe you guys managed to kill the Tisk. Can you imagine how excited Providence is going to be that we murdered some heretics? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, very happy. We're getting bonus points and gold stars. Oh my god. Yeah. It's going to be great. I am thrilled at how. Just how good you guys did throughout this entire campaign. Uh, I want to give a huge thank you to our cast, our wonderful cast here. Everyone we've had on the show has been just phenomenal. And um, we're going to go around and introduce ourselves. And then, uh, yeah, uh, where can people find your content? Grizz. 
Hello, I have been Grizz. Uh, my name is Candace, also known as Candace the Magnificent. You can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at the Candace Marie, uh, at, and you can find me at Candace the Magnificent pretty much everywhere else. Um, I am a TTRPG performer and GM, as well as writer and voiceover artist. So keep up with me on socials to find out more. Fantastic, thank you. Next up is uh, Leaf. Uh, yeah, I'm Leaf, uh, Leaf, son of Leaf. Uh, <laughs> Domestic Dan, you can find me Domestic Dan everywhere. I do tabletop cooking, lots of cooking, variety, all the things. Uh, and yeah, this has been a blast. And I'm surprised we survived that last blast. <laughs> so yeah, this is wild. Fantastic. <laughs> Next up is Pliers. This is the last time you'll see me because if it was like an anime at the end, I'd be floating slowly as the credits go by, Jack jumped out that devotion again! <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. It was really, really fun. It's fun playing something I totally never play. Never played this type of character. Um, but it's been great. Uh, you know, it's good seeing a new system come to life. How excited people are about it. Uh, how the creators of uh, It's Just Excited. Nicotine seeing you very excited and involved. It's been a while. We talked about collabing for like years now. Yeah. We finally get to do it. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's been it's been great. This has been a great little system. I love it. The story, the lore, and the story is probably my biggest highlights um, of this whole thing. Uh, you guys did an incredible job making these creatures and um, making us care about them and care about the characters. So, uh, cheers to season two, baby! Oh, thank and you. Uh, thank you so very much for having us, and uh, thanks for being such a great storyteller overseer. And I was saying uh, thank you to my companions for making this a very safe and fun and, and uh, just just a overall something to get look forward to, um, you know, every week. Awesome. Thank you. And thanks to the crowd for being such a great audience. You guys were awesome. Yeah. Last but not least, Pippet. Hi, everybody. I'm Chelsea Bites and I was Pippet, your war vet biologist who likes to bite off more than she can chew sometimes. Uh, I, I'm really glad that I, I'm honestly happy that it was very dire for Pippet at the end because I feel like that is a bang and I like ending <laughs> seasons in a bang. And that was war finish. I, I run to the, the evac helicopter with my friends while hobble and I'm just holding my guts together, but we lived we lived, you know, the stuff that, you know, you got to fight hard for the things you want. And yeah, this again, just echoing what everyone said, the environment, the story, everything is so immersive and so unique and it's easy to get lost in. And even though, hey, even though you want to not always fight, it's still fun to fight. You can still do it. <laughs> it's a good ebb and flow, and I appreciate having such a great party to play with and great overmind, of course, and oh. audience. Yeah, it was Thanks. a lot of fun. Yeah, it definitely Find was. me everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm bad at that. Find me everywhere at Chelsea Bites. I'm on Twitter, Twitch, all that. You, you, <laughs> we'll catch up. We'll catch up. I'm here for season two. You'll see me. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you. Big thank you to our cast. Big thank you to our supporters here at Twitch.tv. Big thanks to everyone who follows the YouTube and the podcast. And uh, big thanks to all of our merch store supporters. Uh, if you want to get access to our super cool Leftovers podcast, join the merch store membership program. Uh, you Twitch subs get a special discount there. And if you're a member, you get a discount on merch and access to Leftovers. Super sweet podcast. If you want to play Isles at home, do so at fablescraps.com. Um, 
Big thanks, everyone. This has been great. My name is Veronica Ripley. You can find me here at twitch.tv slash nicotine, but you can also find me um, just all over Fable Scraps. So <laughs> thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll be back. You'll see Isless again uh, shortly. So stay tuned. Follow us on socials and um, have a great have a great day, everyone. Bye bye.